You're listening to Fetch Quest Podcast, episode 24. I'm Neil. I'm Matt. And I'm Jared. So today is Bungie Day, according to Matt. Yeah. 7-7-2015. They didn't do anything for it this year, but... But did you do anything for it? I wore my shirt. That's a Bungie shirt? Yeah. Look at the back. Bungie fans... Okay. Bungie fans for Quake Relief 2010. (laughs) Yeah. High tie. <laughs> High tie. <laughs> Haiti. Making fun of earthquake victims, Neil? Maybe. <laughs> Tornado victims, fire victims, flood victims. They all have my graces, but earthquake victims, come on. The earth shakes. Get over it. <laughs> That's probably insensitive. I actually think I've seen that shirt. Or something similar. Is that logo something that Bungie has? Yeah, it's or? for ODST. Ah, uh, okay. It's the it's the symbol of a um, an AI, the superintendent who runs the city of New Mombasa. A similar concept to Cortana, right? Like no, no. How is it different? He's not uh, based off a human being. Oh, uh, okay. He's he just controls the garbage trucks. So Cortana is not. A typical artificial intelligence. She's, but, a, she's a smart AI. Okay, but Versus she's still a dumb AI. an AI, though. Yeah. Ooh, AI. Something in relation to that I have. Master Yoda, I am. What? <laughs> what? Do we want to start off with the uh, our week in review, or do we want to actually jump into some of that news? I'm leaving it up to you, Jared. I feel like part of the news is my week, but my week, as you probably news saw. Week? What? Newsweek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As part of my uh, extended list this time, I, I think I can keep them separate. So we can do two separate parts. All right, pick, one, pick, pick one and go. Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> Key. <laughs> what did you do this week, Jared? This week, I did a number of things which I wrote down because I have a very bad memory. So I played a number of games. Um, One of them, Alien Isolation, I played for probably another 45 minutes. Significant. Until I I had to give up, or like I had to stop. And you're going to hold all that talk until Lachlan gets back. (laughs) Probably, (laughs) because yeah, just getting lost, that's all I need to say. So you're quitting out of frustration. Well, yeah, and that's for the segment I tried playing. Are you done playing? No. I will keep playing. This is, I, I do think it is an incredible game now that I've finally unlost myself. <laughs> so it's still scary as shit, and I will keep playing it. Uh, another game I played was Dino D-Day. Um, I think the name kind of speaks for itself. I got this as a gift from my roommate. Uh, not really knowing what it is, but if you could imagine throwing dinosaurs into the mix of a Call of Duty game, I think that illustrates the point. So when I say adding in dinosaurs, I mean dinosaurs are on your team and on the enemy's team, and you are fighting against each side. Oh God! So imagine D-Day, and you have Velociraptors <laughs> storming the beach yes. with you, yeah. going up against Triceratops. Yeah, and like... So, like, within the first five minutes of playing this game online, I became a T-Rex, which is, like, the master dinosaur, basically. And so you have, like, two mounted guns on your cheeks of the of the T-Rex. And so you just kind of spam 
you know, everything that moves and you just wreck everyone. Just total destruction. Is there a story mode? What what is I don't the think there is. I play I played it for an hour total, which was on online and that's when I had to I gave up because I was just like, this is too this is just too out there for me. And because nobody wanted to play it with me, even though like I think my roommate had given this out to like three or four of um, his friends, as well as people I know. No, but everybody was just like, "Nah." That was everybody's reaction. But I think it could be fine if you have a like a small group of people that want to play something new together. It could be. It could just be fun for the sake of like it's kind of silly fun. I'm guessing this is PC. Do you know how much it goes for? It had to be less than like a dollar. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't typically get games like this just handed $60. to me. $60. <laughs> yeah. It costs as much as Battlefield. I bought four. <laughs> Early access. <laughs> also $60. Yeah. I, I I imagine this game is worth about $0.50 cents a copy um, in a four-pack. Uh, right now, it says, without any sales, a four-pack is $30. There is no way that this is worth that. Might have got it on the Steam sale. Might have just well, yeah, he did, and okay. that's what I was. That's why I mentioned a uh, single copy is ten bucks, not on sale. Um, Metacritic gives it fifty three out of a hundred. Pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. For uh, Spartan Assault was seventy. Uh, that's a third party. I mean, I'm not. It's a first party, but it's a AAA game still. Still, I think. I, I don't know. My experience has been like anything lower than 60 is just not worth buying at all. Like nothing. I don't even, I wonder, I want to say spin tires, like even being the game like that it is, does way better. But of course there's no Metacritic score for this. Anyhow, like I said, it could be fun if you're in a group of people who are kind of wanting to play something different. Um, and then I also played CSGO, but in my efforts to try and rank or to like finally get a rank in their competitive play, they just implemented a leveling system like in Call of Duty. And is it like in Call of Duty where you just play and become better or do you actually have to be better? No, you just keep, yeah, it's the first. Um, so like you just play and you just gain levels. Oh. That's so been my experience, and but the levels are much greater than like Call of Duty's, where it takes like sixteen games before I get to level two. So what about compared to Reach, where it took like two hundred games when he got up there? <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know because when you pass the military I, ranks and they started using like the forerunner names oh. and stuff, and you're like, it's just a, it's like a moon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your rank's just a moon. <laughs> Yeah, it's the dark side of the moon yeah, now. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what that, the hell? Kind it, of of like the, it took me like a year to get one rank. Right. Yeah, I, I imagine that this one, that their ranking system scales, but it's part of what I was told is it's part of an anti-smurfing. Um, like, that's what they're trying to go. Oh. And all I know is that now I have to play about 10 hours of game before I can go back into the competitive mode. Like I have two more games to to win before I get ranked, and that's all I wanted to do. But so, now, so there's like a minimum rank before you can go into the competitive. Yeah. Okay. So be, even though the game, because part of the problem is like the game is fifteen bucks. So for people who want to make another account, it's nothing. It's yeah, it's only fifteen bucks. 
and that's the life of the game. So, and that's when it's not on sale. So anybody can pay fifteen bucks, make a new account, and go to town. They call and, that smurfing now. Well, they've always. I feel like that's kind it of used always to be called been the boosting. thing. Because uh, it depends what you're using it for, or like how you're using it. Yeah, uh, smurfing is something that happens in League of Legends probably more often than it should. Where like to I, to clarify, if if there is a difference, I don't think there is. But when a better player or a player with an account in a high rank starts Once. a new account, yeah. and yeah. You know, usually the rank is on the lower side because they want to f- play against lower leveled people. They'll that's why they make these new accounts rather than yeah. I just want to get better so that I can unlock everything. Sort of because the Guild Wars Arenas got caught for boosting in Halo Two. Now and they banned is, him forever. Yeah. The basketball is the player boosting one. Wait, Gilbert Arenas? <laughs> yeah, the mayor. The mayor. The mayor. The basketball player. Yeah, from the Wizards. Yeah. The mayor. He's a mayor now? <laughs> no, that, that's his nickname, I'm pretty sure. And then he I brought was guns. Agent Zero. Maybe it's multiple things. Then he, then he brought guns <laughs> yeah, into the see, locker room. That, that, that happened. Because he was trying to relive his Halo days. Because <laughs> he couldn't play anymore. <laughs> uh, but I think it's only boosting if you do this in a way to... In a group, I think. I think boosting involves like... Group play, yeah, yeah. At least for okay, league, that it's makes like sense. Two or you more purposely players lose, or pu- purposely do something to try and boost someone else. Okay. Or if you have, you, one, you have one friend that stands in the corner the whole game while you shoot him, so that you no, can I thought, rank. I thought, like, at least in, in Halo's like thing, it's like if you take a level one oh, with like level that's, three level forty yeah. fives to get the matchmaking to be like level thirties, so the, the people at the top get their wins, and you're gonna. Just jump up to yeah. forty before anything's over. <laughs> like yeah, I said, there's is, that boosting. That's crazy though. That's like you play five games and you're you get up there pretty high. You could be like level twenty something, as opposed to like the grind where right, like what we've been doing, and then getting our ranks I'm reset level fourteen anyway. <laughs> after ranks, fifty games. Ranks reset. Fuck. <laughs> I'm really Damn surprised that. though that uh, that Bungie or now it would be three four three if they haven't already would implement some sort of system that would prevent that from happening. You know, let's say you can only have like a 10 level difference between people on one team. They did. It's true skill. It's like a background. They have your actual rank number and then true skill you can't see. And it, it helps the matchmaking so you don't get as big a jumps. In, um, in the, uh, you're not someone who's only played two matches can never go up against someone who's played 2,000 matches. Right. I get you. Yep. So my question is, League of Legends has its own problems with smurfing, yeah. uh, but what kind of problems does CSGO have with smurfing? Why is it bad for the game, if it is? I Just people getting wrecked. Just that's really what it, I don't... I'm not, I'm not super into why or like what happens or why people choose to do the smurfing for CSGO particularly. Just know that it's a problem. Why just is it like, a problem, though? My take is just that people like me go into play and then you just get destroyed by just about anybody because anybody can make these new accounts and just, uh, you know, prey on you. So like every few games, you just suddenly have a guy that plays at a professional level or, you know, close to. Yeah, and it's horrifically noticeable, especially on, a I think, on a PC versus like, like you get wrecked in, in a console game like Halo, for instance, and I think like it's totally different for PC. You just like there's just no chance at all, like to the point where it's like the fifty to zero sort of thing that bad. 
Sure. Like, not even luck will help you in a CSGO game. I don't think that's PC to console. I think that's game to game. It it might be. I think if CSGO is on console, it, it, you'd still get wrecked just as bad. Probably. Okay. It's called sticky grenades. Yeah. <laughs> or nukes. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what, that's what makes it more, more balanced. Yeah. Or not more balanced. More, okay. More yeah, because, like, Call of Duty to... has those crazy kill streaks, And right. even if you got three, you could still... Get a care package with right. Them. Okay, where CS:GO is, if you're not CS- as good as if you're not as good as the other team, you're going to lose. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the end game. Right? There's no, there's no you're luck. just worse than you're going to lose because that happened to us in Halo, even in Halo Five, uh, yeah. in like a breakout mode where like I would even say it like we're better than these guys, but they're beating us right now <laughs> because they're getting like those grenades. Yeah, and in the fucking breakout, of course, we should just die instantly. But like, in of course, in CS:GO, that's that's not going to happen. It is. It can get really bad. But otherwise, I really don't know. I also spent some time playing uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Um, Going back to the classics. Yeah. I, I know. Is that considered a classic already? I think so. I mean, I when it came out eight years ago, seven years ago, I want to say maybe. It's been a while. It's been a long time. But um, I definitely did not play nearly as much as I know a lot of people have played. So for me, it's it still feels sort of like their new experiences. So, um, and partly because my roommate Chris won't buy any new games, so kind of stuck playing a lot of classics with him. If I do, um, which well, is funny because like Grant, um, my brother, he'll he'll buy or he'll you know find some game that he's interested in, and these games are eight bucks on sale. 15 at most sometimes and like i i cannot for the life of me explain why chris will not buy some of these games because i i don't know he won't he'll sit down and play them on my brother's computer when he finds out he's like oh this is pretty interesting and he'll play it for an hour and then like every time we start it up and start playing with each other he could just comes over and watches i'm like like it's 15 bucks just like you'll you'll play this game for at least what it's worth in money. I feel like it'd be worth it, but I don't know. Um, so like so we played Left 4 Dead uh, two, and we just we all got wrecked. Did you play the campaign story or did you do PvP? Um, not PvP, it's a story. Okay. Yeah. What difficulty do you play on? I don't know. Fucking hard, man. Because I didn't set up the game, but I'm gonna get. It feels hard. Left 4 Dead, all, they're always there's only like the, I think there's three only three options of difficulties or four, but the the jumps between them is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Whereas some games it's like hard, slightly harder, slightly <laughs> harder. This one's like this is actually normal. This one's actually fucking hard. Yeah. I mean, somebody somebody gets thirty feet out in front of you, and then they get a smoker that you know grabs their neck. It you're just done. Like that was what kept happening to us. And and we knew it. Like every time we'd be like, just stay with the group, <laughs> it's like or stay with a partner. And inevitably, somebody would run off and just die. And then that was it. It'd be like forty minute game down the down the trash. I couldn't play much PvP of the second one because they they just because the second one to me is not nearly as good as the first one because it's not balanced whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know, but I I do remember the last time I played was PvP, and we just got shrekt. Like it's just there like was a the, four on the, four. The fact there's so many more uh, zombies that you can 
latch onto someone and like move them. And, like the jockey is so uh, overpowered. Oh, I'm just going to take you in the far away from your team. Yeah. And as opposed to in the first game when it, there was only really the smoker and the whoever the one who jumps on you is hunter, hunter and stuff like that, where you're I hit you and you stay there. Yeah. And your team can you just get downed versus like you're getting pulled down yeah, the you're stairs. Getting, you're getting pulled away as you're getting, zombies are flooding, which and is like why like pushing the, you back. The, I think the smoker was the best one in the first game because it, it was the tongue one. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like should this. do some voice acting. Working on it <laughs> because in, because in this one, if you just get the proper combination of like a charger, a smoker. A jockey. Oh my gosh! And the then charger, and then the one, the blob one. I feel What's like the, the blob one called. Wait, the charger uh, isn't uh, that blow, the tank? Or, uh, no, I don't know what it's called. The one that explodes and the goo blurs all the enemies. So oh you get three gosh. people, yeah, just like drawn completely away because the charger takes you to the nearest wall, mm-hmm. or not nearest, but linear wall. The yeah. jockey can pull you. Yeah, the smoker pulls you to where he is. Yep. And then the blob just confuses the shit, and you can't see anything yeah. of the other one. <laughs> boomer, a boomer, no. yeah, no, yeah, it's, bo- it's, it's boomer. boomer. Yeah. Okay, so it just if you get the right, you basically what we find out doing is when you're playing PvP is if you're one of those ones, yeah. you just avoid and you let the people who aren't those one go die until they spawn to be the good one, yep. and then you insta win when you get the group of four. Yep. So it's impo- It's the PvP in that game to me is pointless. Yeah, it, it, there's no balance whatsoever. It it definitely felt that way the last time I played it. I was just just destroyed. Um, so anyway, I guess yeah. Aside from getting wrecked, even even in the story mode, like four times in a row, it's like I'm just, I'm done. I just can't handle this. Um, and I tried. Okay, so additionally, I tried to play some of the Grand Theft Auto Five campaign, but this legitimately like it would freeze every probably. 30 minutes on me so it's just in that time where you can finish like a nice lengthy mission of some kind so it's like neo playing eu4 maybe <laughs> yeah every oh, time okay. every 30 minutes it just crashes <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um so i finished like some of the these are like this early missions in it but it took me like two hours to finish two missions but the missions are awesome and i really enjoy it there's a lot of personality in them yeah it's like Lots of good banner. Yeah. I, now I'm curious because I really haven't heard that much like buzz about technical issues and problems with the PC version. Is it possibly just something with your with your particular <laughs> setup that's not happy? With I GTA Five. No, this has been like since day one. You're meaning of installing besi- besides it. it being broken for the first week, Neil? Right. <laughs> I mean, GTA Five has <laughs> been out for a long time now for the PC. Long like, time, like two, couple months, three months. I. I, I guess I, I guess I'm not seeing the same levels of shit roll down like Batman. <laughs> it's just whatever's the newest, right? Yeah, just I don't know. The Rockstar one wasn't wasn't that bad when they released it. Um, I mean, it was playable once you had it running, or like once you got into a server, like it was playable. But the single player campaign's pretty broken. No, or? it it works. It's just like the it's a random for me. It's been a random chance between a half hour and an hour, and it'll just freeze on you and just stop. And that that seems pr- I don't know that that's it's just all of a sudden. Oh, sorry. Maybe it's because I haven't <laughs> played then I'm, then I'm back PC to games desktop. that are that demanding in quite some time now. But that yeah. seems inexcusable to me. Yeah, I. 
I feel like they're yeah, it's like okay, it's another three D game, and here's a checkpoint. It's like that that much hasn't really changed, but I th- I think the the advanced or the more like demanding the game is may have something to do with it. I have nothing to go on well, for it, any of this. And what makes it worse too is that GTA Five, uh, just like all the other Rockstar games, has a much longer startup time. Yeah. So <laughs> like. I mean, th- Three, this minutes. is the exact reason why I can't play EU4 for, for long stretches of time, because like every 30 minutes to 45 minutes, we have another 10 or 15 minutes of startup because my oh. client keeps desyncing or <laughs> that killing itself. It does. It does definitely ruin the gameplay experience. But uh, the the parts that I have played, it's been really great. Um, another game... Uh, I don't know why I switched around so much. I guess I just kind of wanted to play a little of everything. Hammer Watch. It's a 2D um, dungeon crawl. Um, not a ton of mechanics to it. It's just hack and slash, get the gems, move on, get some treasure, find the merchant, keep going. But single player has been slightly more difficult than it was in the multiplayer. The multiplayer is pretty fun. But you just got to have a group of people that can kind of like, hey, you should like keep moving or like, come on. If people can can keep pace with the rest of your group, then you'll you'll do great. Um, so it's pretty fun, but it's a little too simple, I think, even for me, which is weird to say. Usually I like the games that are like, here's a, here. Here's the monster. OK, swing your sword. OK, wasn't that fun? OK, Um <laughs> But not this. It's just kind of like, okay, I've fought the same enemy 600 times in 40 seconds. Moving on. Um, That was all for games. I watched uh, season two of Silicon Valley. Yeah. Which if you're, if you watch Silicon Valley, um, the second season is way better than the first. And I, and I, I enjoyed the first one, but the second one I think is just really funny. The writing is way better. And I think now that um, some of the characters have more foundation, it's really, it's really fun to see them interact and talk. Um, and especially with like other new characters that they add in, even on a temporary basis for like a couple episodes. That's really fun. So that, that's been really, that's really fun. Um, waiting for whatever's next there. Firefly. Nah. Why not? I just got to download it. <laughs> or you just got to give it to Some me. Some say the best sci-fi show of all time. Sci-fi yes. show? Space <laughs> Cowboys. Okay. There's a really good seven or 70s, that's way too old, uh, 80s, late 80s, early 90s cartoon called Space Cowboys, I'm pretty sure. There's the recent one, isn't there? Like aliens versus cowboys. That's not a cartoon. That's a movie. Yeah, that's a movie. That okay. movie looked not looks, great. Looks horrible. <laughs> Any of you guys watch it? Because I I heard My otherwise. My roommate owns actually. it, and I refuse to watch it just based on the title. Cowboys versus aliens. Yeah, but John now, James Bond's in it though. What if? What? <laughs> Which what one? If, Daniel Craig. Jared, if I told you that. Like, regardless of what people have said, this is actually part of the alien universe. Okay, I would might you watch have it? To, I would probably have to watch it. It's not, but... Firefly has an element, though, of alien. Interesting. Because uh, 
that Prometheus. That it's, it's I liked it. It's neat because like it's always kind of alluded to in the st- so the, the show's only one season. <laughs> okay, canceled. Oh, outrage, outrage, outrage! Years later, they make a movie. What? <laughs> and what? it's so fantastic. Firefly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's How not, long is it's called Serenity? Right. The movie's called Serenity. Oh. Yeah. How long is the uh, the first or the only season? <laughs> like ten episodes. Uh, that are uh, like an hour yeah. each. Okay. So it, it's, you know, like I, any good series. Oh, yeah. So I could watch that. You could watch that and the movie. And the movie. <laughs> the movie's short. It's not. It's like not one of these new age movies that's three and a half hours long. It's like a good hour and 50 minutes. And that is a great segue into what I was just going to talk about. I watched the movie Ex Machina, or I think I've heard people say it Machina. Machina. I don't know why. Deuce. I think it's De- Machina. Deuce X. Yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to. I was one of those people, so I'm not gonna <laughs> rag on them because well, I just I just never played. Sometimes or, we all demolish the English language. Okay, d- you mean Delamish? Oh, de- oh, you fuck! S- you screwed up. <laughs> you the screw screwed up. up. Yeah, that's worse. I that's, feel that is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I watched uh, Ex Machina, and it it does not suffer from that. Like this movie has to be three hours long. It was like actually like pleasant to watch like i could sit down all at one time and not feel exhausted after getting up you didn't have to get up and take a piss break uh, oh but you went in anyways we know you've got the bladder of steel actually i was i think i broke once because i had to go like get the door or something and that was about all the well i've held my bladder for a whole day at this point 108 minutes that's good yeah I felt hour, like it was like thirty-eight minutes, just the right amount. No, hour forty-eight, hundred and eight oh. minutes. Oh, there we go. There you go. <laughs> um, Every I, hour is a hundred minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. At least like the time frame was really good, and I don't know. I don't know how to exp- how to explain um, kind of why I liked it so much. The themes were simple. Was it like her? No. <laughs> Which is funny you mentioned that. I need to put that in a list of mine. Um not at all like that because like the AI is a is a um it takes the form of a human body like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> let me let me interrupt no. real quick. You just compared it to the movie about the guy falling in love with his smartphone, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's oh, not a half bad movie though. It's not. It's not a half bad movie. I really, I enjoyed it. I haven't seen any, either of these. So going now, into it, I had extremely low expectations. I came out and I was like, Meh. "Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, yeah. Bad, not bad. <laughs> Same way I was when I saw it. It's like I don't know how this is going to play out. This guy's just going to be talking into his phone and he's just going to be hearing words. <laughs> yes, it's kind of awkward, and it was. <laughs> and the but the movie played off of it, um, but. I think so did uh, Ex Machina. They, um, so like the themes were really simple and the things like that the audience had to catch on to were obvious enough that they could, they could go with it. And I think um, some of the uh, kind of the plot development, I, I'd, I'd be interested to know what you guys think if you watch the movie or if you catch on to things earlier than I did or just in time with the movie um like that's that's basically i just took it as it was and as it was going i wasn't i didn't want to get too in 
like thinking, well, well, maybe this guy's trying to plan this and this is what's happening. And maybe he uses this as a plot mechanic. I, that's too complicated. I just watched it and I really enjoyed it. Um, did you rent it or? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I just, I, I wasn't sure if it was already out of theaters. If you, if you need, uh, need to borrow that, <laughs> I can get that rental to you. Um, the, the acting I thought was really good, but that's, sub, I think that's kind of subjective because the, the, the roles that the people take on in this movie aren't really deep. They're just kind of like, surface level like that's all they need to be like um shown as like that it's not like oh you need to learn about everybody's past and this is where they've been it's like this is what you know you just made the movie sound horrible to neil right oh (laughs) probably (laughs) so yeah and their their companions and stuff my uh (laughs) my expectations for games and movies can differ um so so that was that's I think that's kind of refreshing because you don't have to have all this like involvement in the characters. So I want to say that I kind of liked the movie a lot because it was kind of light in a sense. Like I didn't feel like I w- had to walk out of there feeling like I knew this person's entire backstory or anything that they've previously done. But aren't like, the themes pretty heavy? The like the yeah the thematic think, elements. Like uh, what the movie tries to illustrate, they do a really good job of. Um, Is it about apartheid? No, <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> I definitely. That's also why I like this. <laughs> so done with Neil Blomkamp. Um, until he makes his alien movie, <laughs> yeah, then I'm going to be reinvigorated. I'm going to be so ready for apartheid again. <laughs> that sounds so <laughs> mixed up. Um, but. Uh, it was just really, I thought it had a really interesting development. I'd like to know what anybody else thought of it, if they've seen it, or maybe what they would rate it, or what their be- favorite point in the movie was. Does I, a dog get killed? No. Okay, so it makes it a little harder to choose, I take it for you. I, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but no, I loved, loved the ending so much. Cause I was so conflicted, but it made like the most sense that, uh, that it like, it just resolved the way that it should have, even though I disagreed with it. So that was a neat, that was neat. What would you rate it? I gave it like, I gave it 98 out of a hundred. Wow. <laughs> and I, and the two points that I didn't, that I, I, I think I didn't give it, I was trying to explain this to myself earlier today. So like above this in terms of sci-fi, I have the Matrix, and that's because it's a it's a new world that somebody dreamed up, and like they it's new, or I don't know how to explain it better than that. The but idea like, was uh, for, is is for original, movies, is, yeah. It's yeah. an original idea, and that's what makes it better. Whereas AI is just like something that can happen and is likely to happen, maybe even within our time. And so that's part of why I was kind of like, it's just a, it's still an awesome movie, but it's like something more down to earth. And so anybody can kind of talk about it, I think. So as a sci-fi movie, you give it a 98. Yes. 
does that mean you would give it a different rating if you were just analyzing it as a movie in general or still the same score? Mm, say more. What do you mean? Like as as a first person shooter, Halo is X, but as a game if com- oh. combining all the games, Halo is Y. <sighs> That's tough. Um yeah, I think I I think I may have conditionally done it like I may have conditionally rated it ninety eight out of hundred. Ninety eight's really fucking high. But that's I thought it was that good that I would rate it that high. You have me on uh, yeah, you have me. And especially because I've seen a lot of really shitty tech technology based movies and documentaries that just like there's nothing deeper than the obvious to them. You just got done watching I Robot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I thought it was a solid movie though. It was a pretty good movie when it came out, but yeah, that's Kind of goes along with my example. Actually. I haven't seen it, but I just see the shots of all these white robots with weird ass faces looking at Will Smith, and I'm like, okay, I don't need to see this. This is all a movie, yeah. yeah. That and that movie does have to do with AI as well, but it doesn't. I don't think it accomplishes it nearly in the same way that this one does. Um, and maybe because Will Smith isn't in it, I guess AI was wasn't the primary theme in that movie. And right, it had more of like a love trust type. Yeah, the theme is more about Will Smith kicking ass, right? Not really, which is also why I and loving ass. Don't give a shit about it. Getting his ass kicked. (laughs) More in line with that movie. (laughs) I Robot too. I'll check it out. Uh, I Robot. No. no. (laughs) Uh, If someone brings it to me on a silver platter with some ice cream, then maybe. Getting back to the ice cream rewards. You're not going to get that until you beat Inquisition. About yeah. four months ago. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Ex Machina or Machina no. or whatever? You want to watch it? Not really. I want to watch it. Okay. I'm wondering if our uh, our guest who will be arriving shortly has seen it. We're all gonna. Are we going to do another thing for Ant Man? Maybe. I, I'm actually more excited about that movie. And like, ah. regretfully, I'm only excited because it's Paul Rudd. I don't want to see it because it's got Paul Rudd. There's only a handful. Funny how that works. A couple <laughs> actors I did not want to see: Mark Wahlberg and Paul Rudd. I want to see both of them. I don't really want to see either. Uh, of I agree with Wahlberg, but Paul Rudd is—he he does play the same character in every movie. But I think that, as in the Marvel universe, might actually be useful. handy. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the, you could argue the- that Tony Stark. Oh God! I just it said it. Is Robert Downey Jr. is embodied by like a, a handful RDJ. of his characters are Robert Downey Jr. slash Tony Stark. Like yeah. Sherlock Holmes is pretty much Tony Stark, at least the, from the one movie I saw. Okay, Maybe. not not the shitty one. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Which one shitty? The second one is it? <laughs> it's trash. That's a shame. <laughs> and okay, so the remaining items. I, for lack of a long explanation, finished the radio install. Um, apparently, I owe everyone like a sum of money in this last two weeks. So I feel like I just like shell out sixty dollars every twenty minutes for like one week, and I don't know how it happened, but it did. It was like cell phone bill, utilities, but like some of these, like these are like monthly things typically. So it's not unexpected, but it was just like one thing after the next for like three days. 
and people would not leave me alone. It's like, Jared, Jared, your money, just give it to us. I was like, okay, okay, just will you leave me alone? Like I already paid. Like yeah, like um, just basically rent, like due every month. I put in my check in their mailbox. I walk away. That's all that needs to be done. No, they misplace it under like a stack of old newspapers or something because that's what you do with rent <laughs> checks. And I do that. So then I got to hear about it from my from my roommate twice. He's like, somebody hasn't paid the rent. I'm like, well, I made it out for the first and I put it in a week ago. What like what else am I supposed to do? And then like, so I got to call the office and they're like, well, we don't, we don't know. Where's the, where's the money, Jared? Where is it at? I'm like, I gave it to you. You figure it out. 20 minutes later. Oh, we, we found it underneath this pile of news that we don't read <laughs> and it's just sitting here. I'm like, great. Thanks for wasting. Hey, can you cover the water bill? Yeah. <laughs> for the fucking trouble you <laughs> just <laughs> made me go through. Anyway, just me ranting. Um, uh, technically, my master's classes started the Goodbye Na- World. What's the name of it again? It's really good. Oh, man. <laughs> Let me scroll to the top of this. I don't this. know why, but every like department except for like the sciences have really cool <laughs> named classes. Well, for one, this is a special topics class. They coined it. I mean, our special topics class. Which means it's, only, special it's only available once in a lifetime, which means it's going to be either a shitty experience or a really great one. But the good thing about no those special between. topics is like their their credit is pretty universal. Yeah. You can kind of throw out whatever you want to. Yeah. Um, this course is called Designing and Implementing Customer-Driven Big Data Solutions. <laughs> You're going to be a master of implementing... No, that's just one class. Something. This is one class. Not, that's not the whole program. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, soon to be master, Jared. Right. <laughs> so, so that's starting. I'm already... Two days now procrastinated. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't, that sounds Been weird. playing too much left for dead. <laughs> I'm procrastinating in the open. Um, and that's basically the whole week. I do have one question, though, I want to raise. Um, do you guys think that more photorealistic gameplay equals a better experience? No. I don't think it has to. Or it, Halo Three looked better, and it was more cartoony. <laughs> it was a pretty good experience. I I would say that it can, but it doesn't have to. Like it's irrelevant to the experience. But like, because uh, depends on the experience. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going through a fantasy one. world, uh-huh. no. If I'm living through Vietnam, probably. Interesting. Because if again, like Castle Crashers, if that looked realistic, horrible game. Horrible. <laughs> really? The art style is almost 50% of the lore in that game. Okay. But you're uh, just mashing X the entire time and running around. On the flip side, <laughs> though, if you think about like a baseball game, the one of the most, ex- well, most successful within the sense of it's not MLB the show. Um, <laughs> you mean the only baseball game? <laughs> you mean backyard baseball? Exactly. You've got the backyard baseball game, which looks cartoony Pablo. as fuck, but it's still a fun game. Yeah, Pablo. So... Of course. 
<laughs> Always on your. It's, but it's a different experience. You could it, say exactly. It's exactly, not a realistic so. baseball experience. It really boils down yeah. to what you want to do with it. It's it's that's not what, and it's also what the developers want to do with it as well. Like if we want to make a realistic baseball game, should we use this fantasy style or should we use the realistic style? <laughs> Let's use the cartoony fantasy style. <laughs> Let's also make it so home runs. You have a special home run that goes so far it goes around the world. <laughs> Yes. And then if someone catches it in the So park. like for backyard baseball, they probably picked a perfect art style because it's not meant to be taken extremely seriously. Exactly. Though that that's just to prove the point that like it really boils down to what you're trying to do with your game right. essentially. But would you say that it differentiates games? Like do you think like having improved graphic capabilities and more photorealistic gameplay helps distinguish better between games does does yeah within but, the sense of like aesthetic style can change so much now i mean you yeah. can have games that are purposely unrealistic looking or mm. so fantastic looking that it's unbelievable <laughs> within the realistic sense but then you have other games that strive to be more real and i think we're getting to that point maybe approaching and tip t- tippy toeing the line of like the uncanny valley i don't know if you guys have heard of that no i've heard the name idea so many before. times but i just haven't you, you might want to look it up for me because uh i'm gonna be really bad at explaining it but the idea is that like when things get so realistic and it doesn't just have to oh, be visuals ooh. that it starts to become like yeah they got uncomfortable anamorphic <laughs> looking shit Okay. I don't just Google images. I'm gonna go straight. I'm going straight to the wiki here. So this is our most reliable source here. <laughs> but <laughs> but is there is there? This is actually a a good follow up question. I guess is is there a graphically intensive game that isn't photorealistic? Graphically, <laughs> so it's just like wasting a bunch of electricity to pour out like cartoon. Well, no, I'm just I'm just saying like is there can can there be a game that is like super gra- graphically intensive that isn't realistic. I guess it depends on like is there one out there? I, I know it's po- it's possible. Like um cuz if if realistic means something that like you could imagine being in reality. Yeah, something like that. I mean, like you can have like crisis like graphics uh-huh. in a fairy world. Yeah. But, but is there I I mean th- let's imagine Halo uh Halo what, 3. What, what was my fake Halo game? It was like Halo <laughs> I don't know, not Exiles. <laughs> but Halo 8 comes out, and the elites look so fucking lifelike at that point that you can you could almost tell what like the, the scaly texture of their skin would feel like or whatever the hell their skin is like. Man, I felt like I knew but, that like with Halo C E. Yeah. I was like, but, Are you a turtle? <laughs> like you and then like so, six years later, I'm like, You're a turtle. We don't we don't call them dinosaurs is, for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Your so, skin is a turtle's so you're a turtle. We get to that <laughs> level though, and like if you wanted to find realism in one definition or a definition, you could say that it doesn't look realistic because this is some imaginary creature, but the graphics are so spectacular at that point but you said photorealistic uh, just oh, realism yeah. in general like having so like things almost picture <laughs> yeah does it look like it came from does a it picture? look more yes yeah in layman's term yes that's what it means <laughs> okay uh, you know another and another way to analyze it too is that you could also have a game that just takes up a lot more resources based on render distance and other aspects like polygon count put, just put trees in the way right <laughs> yeah there's so many fucking trees on this map there's Thanks, lots of call of duty <laughs> that's that's like knock it uh, oblivion oh um but yeah because like battlefield 4 and spin tires i think would be just terrible games if they weren't 
if they weren't as kind of realistic as they were already. So I'm saying like, so games that I enjoy right now, it had their like quality been taken down in a semi dramatic way. Like I probably would not play them as much as I have. Cause I don't know. Cause the game does get kind of uninteresting at times and having it be more in like, engaging like that i don't think that graphics is the word you're looking like if the graphics were lower you're thinking maybe artistic direction Mm. although in this specific case i think the two go like hand in hand the artistic direction is decide like the integrity of the artistic direction or the value of the artistic direction is decided by how realistic it looks because like spin tires is not the type of game that you would necessarily want to look any other hyper-realism. way, but hyper-realistic, <laughs> yeah. Mud hyper-realism. Oh man, that, that's the type of mud splatter I would expect yeah. if I ran my car through that puddle. I don't know, right. I just really don't judge, I can't, I don't really buy games or play them because of the graphics, really, so I can't really say that. Whereas there's communities that are just like, oh man, this new this game could be the, the new benchmark for graphics cards. Yeah crisis three <laughs> yeah, I, I get you I, i'm in complete agreement but it's kind of like what jared just said if, if like you took a step down in graphics for spin tires could you still play it because then it becomes mx unleashed this is what i was gonna say it's like if we start ratcheting it back then it just becomes some game that we've already we've all played uh, at an, one point or another an interesting question is if you took a game like Cabela's Wild Hunts, whatever <laughs> version of it, and just increase the graphics god, to the point no. of uber realism. Oh god! Yeah, the answer to your question is no. <laughs> <laughs> Would you play it? Would I no. play? It? Still no. <laughs> I don't, I just what about don't play, Dynasty? I just don't play hunting games in general. Just because I already don't like sitting and waiting as it is. Oh, let me tell you, you should try Duck Dynasty, then. You don't have to wait. You make the duck calls. The ducks oh come to gosh. you. You shoot the ducks. It's great. I, <laughs> I have not even watched any gameplay of that. I think you can actually... You can <laughs> I don't s- think you need to. You can see like what games rely on graphics, specifically through how if people still go back and play the older ones. Okay. Like Halo. You still play Halo 1. The reason we don't like playing Halo 1 isn't because of the graphics. It's because we suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess another one that kind of question that went along with it, if you want to talk about it, is do you think that there's a, a threshold quality before people just will state this is, this is terrible? Like, have you ever seen a, a game that was a cartoon game and just said, I'm not going to play this because it's a cartoon like that's how that's just the style that they chose. I mean, I I'd, I'd like to think that no people shouldn't have that, but I know I've done that before. Like, and, and again, this this is kind of the topic that came up last week in regards to Zelda. But I stopped myself from playing a lot of good Zelda games because the aesthetic was so cartoony. Was it because that, or was it because Kid Link? A mixture of the two. <laughs> Okay. Like Wind Waker, for instance, or Wind Waker, is it? Uh, Skyward Sword, like the the link doesn't seem that young. Granted, it's also because I didn't have the console, but my interest in playing that game was not that high because you had given me a game, uh, Twilight Princess, that looked not like 
uber realistic, but it was darker and more adult in terms of its approach. Granted, the game didn't sell as well, which is why they, I would imagine, right. did not carry through with that art style. But you come out with uh, Skyward Sword, and my instant reaction from the graphics, I, I was turned off by them. People in general are affected by it, but we really shouldn't be. The graphics shouldn't really don't have an impact over like the gameplay mechanic and the enjoyment. Uh, but the style, like in and of itself, can have a purpose to the game. It should have a purpose to the game. Yeah. Well, yeah, it should have a purpose. And most, I think too. most of the times it does. It's just not as obvious as you think. Like, of course, the ones that are considered different, all can you can all always say that like, oh, this is for a reason. But you can even say that every game that's like photorealistic. It might not be as obvious, but it's for a reason. So you take them more seriously. I really want to see the sweat on my NBA players. Right. Thanks, NBA Live. <laughs> Even though the game doesn't work. <laughs> I'm floating everywhere. <laughs> Ice skating basketball. <laughs> my favorite simulator. I, I think that's about all I have to say there. Certain games go for a, cer- like a certain aesthetic. And the general audience also knows whether or not they're going to be interested by a game by the style of graphics or the the artistic direction. If I am into gore and blood and I look at a game that's cartoony... Which you are. <laughs> am I? No. <laughs> I don't know. After after playing Bloodborne, I'm feeling pretty bloodthirsty. So many points where my character reaches that's not his like, arm. That's not realistic gore. You, you're absolutely on, right. You you're can kill right. monsters for days, but can you kill women? <laughs> I did kill one woman in Bloodborne. Was she evil? Mm, no, she she gave birth to a demon. a demon baby, and I killed. Or actually, it might have been a great one baby, and I killed the baby, and it killed her. Even though like they were so far. So you away. didn't kill her. You accidentally killed. I accidentally killed her. <laughs> you didn't actually kill her. Well, she died, though. <laughs> but she yeah. And she, I caused the death unknowingly. It was sad. Really bummed. So you you didn't kill a woman. She was a prostitute. <laughs> Does that sum up your week? Yep. Matt, what have you been doing? I finished my first game of EU4. After after taking the tip from you guys, it ran so much faster. 640? Not 640. Oh, God. I went to 1080. And I do. I'm actually still losing a little bit of the bottom. 1080? Like, you're... No, there's... What? You can't be 1080. Not 1080. The one below. The 1024? Yeah. Okay. And I'm still losing a little bit. Which is technically different. So, like... Oh, God. Am I, why am I'm I still losing a bottom part of the screen? Horizontal versus vertical pixels here. That's what the what, difference is. What you need to do is probably go on windowed mode and go at a smaller resolution just to ensure you know exactly it's what you're like missing. It's not like enough to, like, miss. But no. it's, it's like... What, so, what was the problem? Or... Well, there's a couple things in the, like one function in the game where you have to click on the very bottom of the screen, and it's to mothball your forts. Can you still reach it? Like you have to. It's like a sliver, and it's very difficult. What? Okay. So, like the edge of your screen doesn't. Okay. Yeah, it isn't being displayed. It's like and may, it's not it's accessible maybe, either. It's maybe. I want to say I don't. Um, maybe a fourth of an inch too yeah. far down. And, oh. and and in the old way I used to do it, it was literally at the very bottom of the screen then, so it's off the screen now. Yeah. That, but, and that seems surprising because, like, you would think that when you're changing the window sizes... Have you experimented with other... With other... Uh, not aspect ratios, but uh, uh, other resolutions? No, because it was working too well. 
<laughs> I mean, you, you can always go a little bit bigger or a little smaller and see if those give you the rest of it. I could try, but it was working so well, Neil. <laughs> Time was moving so fast. <laughs> but yeah, I only thing I have to say about that game is the last like 100 to 50 years, 50 to 100 years are really boring. And speeding it up. I mean, because he took over all of the world, right? No, I mean, because again, <laughs> this is this is one of those games that like you're the goal is to take everything over. It's kind of you set goals for yourself at the beginning, and you want to do that by the end. It, yeah, yeah. It's a history simulator, <laughs> is what I call it. You set your own narration. Yeah, Neil would like that. I I do like it. <laughs> I just wish I could fucking play it more. So, like, my, my main goals as France was I wanted to fuck over Britain and maybe f- fuck over the Ottomans. I fucked over Great Britain because I turned half of their main island into Wales. <laughs> and then I made the Ottomans almost irrelevant. And that happened maybe 75 years before the game ended. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm kind of done. Ac- I'm kind of done here. I have accomplished all <laughs> I, that I came for. Yeah. So... You were talking a little bit about how the game ends. It gives you this narrative, if you will. It's like a text thing, and it gives you like histories of all the major decisions you made. Did it? Did it have any sort of like? I, I don't. What was there any part of that that stood out to you? Uh, yeah, it's. I remembered wars I don't remember being in, <laughs> and I remember like it reminded me of a couple bad decisions I made that I because it, it talked about this one war I did with um, Great Britain. Or I didn't do with Great Britain. I did it with someone else, but Great Britain was their ally. So Great Britain attacked me. I didn't know they were there. And I was like, Great Britain occupied half of France. And I'm like, yeah, but it was an accident. <laughs> and I I had like thousands upon, 100, like 150,000 troops just stationed down a little bit. And they were on their way back. So it's kind of neat in like the, the way that like, it kind of simulates, doesn't simulate it, but it's interesting. It's like, wow, they wrote history that way, but it's nothing like it actually happened, which actually is what happens. It's like, half of France was occupied, but the English didn't know they were about to get wrecked. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I thought it was pretty neat. The, the colonizing stuff is pretty lame. I thought it was going to be way cooler. That was a pretty big letdown to me. Did you end up giving your colonies independence or no, something? No, don't do that. <laughs> they're, they're just an enemy. <laughs> Or you can make them your ally, but I did destroy the thirteen colonies, though. It, it's interesting that the thirteen colonies popped up in your game. Was that something that happens due so to they your all, colonizing? They or? all have a. Uh, there's preset names. You can always change the names of if um, a certain country pol- colonizes a certain area. So if Great Britain colonizes any part of the Eastern United States, it just is called the thirteen colonies. Ah, uh, okay, and. uh like French Canada was the first thing I've colonized, and then when I started to colonize like Maine and stuff, it became known as fluoride. <laughs> fluoride, <laughs> yeah. And then of course French Mexico, which is a, not actually a thing either. But yeah, and then I I actually helped the thirteen colonies break away from Britain, and I didn't even do do any battles. I basically just got my massive fleet and just blockaded them, so they couldn't bring any troops to the thirteen colonies. I blockaded them so they couldn't bring any troops to continental Europe. And then eventually they just gave up. And then the second after that happened, I took over the 13 colonies. <laughs> Put them down. It yeah. was all a plan. It was. It was nice. That game is a lot. I want to say it is pretty fun with human competitors. 
And I would be interested in doing like a large amount of human players because I think the max is like twenty four. Land. That'd be pretty crazy, wouldn't it? Land time. That would be awesome. I I'm worried to to it, speculate how stable it would be though. With with your Mac? Not not just with my Mac, but with twenty four clients running. I don't know. I've done six, and it's been perfectly fine. That was uh, at the land you were talking about. Yeah, I expected more than six for whatever reason. My issue is that, like, do you basically have to have the slowest computer run the? Or now we do land. When when we're doing land, it's we're all just like quartered in. It's whoever. Well, but at that point, it's more like whoever has the slowest computer, or the, because they're going to bottleneck how fast the game can run. Right. right. Because if you have the guy with the best computer the Haswell. Yeah, but I was playing with some like 90. I was playing with some more hardcore people, so we ran it at the, like the slowest speed anyway. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, the, you mean because it was hardcore, like they're trying to micro yeah. and do all these crazy things. Yeah. I get you. Which was a hassle for me because I'm like, well, sometimes I just like to sit around for 20 years. Hey guys, <laughs> don't mind me. I'm going to play some Arkham Knight. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I did. But yeah, besides that, nothing really nothing really going on. Have you gotten any uh, anyway, any more further any further excuse me into uh your new game no i didn't start it yet okay i can't it's too fresh the hatred the pain give it a while and it might happen i don't think i have anything that's coming out soon just preparing for the The big releases the halo fallout blowout we're gonna call it yeah i have a few big things coming up but maybe i'm not sure if i want to reveal those things quite yet the omission of fallout or in Halo 5, if you will, since we're on that admission train. Admission. Are you going to get Fallout day one? I don't know if you ever talked about that. Maybe. I, that really boils down to just how much money I have at the time. I want to. So no. Yeah. There, there's speculation that... <laughs> I just go with no. There's some speculation that uh, there might be another delay coming for Metal Gear Solid. Oh. Really? Yeah. That's sad. Like I heard that from a couple people. I don't think it's going to happen. Know. I think they'll put it out. Yeah, I would hope so. Just as long as it works. Nah, put it out broken. It's everyone the, else is doing it's it, It's the right? last time you can milk Kojima's name. Get as much <laughs> as you can. Kojima. Kojima. It may be pertinent to say that we are uh, going to be changing our release schedule. Now, uh, we're recording these on Tuesdays. Today's Thursday, though. Uh, <laughs> stop. Uh, please stop. Uh, I was I came into here thinking my week was half over. More than half over. Yeah, it's so, basically uh, over. After tomorrow, Jared, it's the weekend. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, so this is Tuesday. <laughs> Mentally, I'm this, not. This is Tuesday. It's Bungie what? Day, July 7th. Yeah, that's right. Tuesday, July 7th. I think we're going to be trying to release things on Thursday now. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but so, I mean, we we all have had a couple days less in our week to do what we would normally do. In particular, I, I haven't really done a whole lot of new things or played new games. Like Dragon Age Inquisition. I mean, I found I found the disc again. That's good. Halfway there. Now you <laughs> so, have to put it in by next week. Oh, but, man, <laughs> but what if I want to play Bloodborne? And then install I, it I the need, week after. I need to leave Bloodborne <laughs> in there. I, I, it's still installed. Well, you have to put it in and then buy the digital version of yeah. Bloodborne. Oh, God. I, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think I've given a story cough. about NBA 2K15 where I uh, accidentally bought it, bought the digital version yeah. after and, installing it. Yes, yeah. great. Anyways, I did start playing Zelda again. Uh, 
which I think I brought up last week. Yeah, you so said I was you're... playing the original Zelda, yeah. and you beat it. No, uh, the original, the original Nintendo Zelda NES version. And I, I have to admit a few things. I expected that game to be a lot less enjoyable. And maybe that kind of helped in the process that, like, it's actually really fun. And I, yeah, I, the very instant thing is that, like, you can already shoot swords yeah. without getting the master sword. And that kind of threw me off. I had forgotten a lot about that game. Uh, yeah, that, that's a super that's fun game. That's why I was, rec- I think, I want to say I was recommending it last time you were I, talking about it. I don't remember. I was like, you should do the original NES one. Because it is a great, it's still a great game. I think. Well, I, I do want to try and get like, I do want to try and beat every game in the series, at least the ones I have access to. Majora's Mask? Yeah. Thank uh, God. That, that'll be after Ocarina. The best one. The game is fucking hard, though. It's hard as fuck. No, I, I was talking about the original. No. So I was playing that with Majora, my girlfriend. No. Time-based. <laughs> and we, we were like kind of trading off at one point when I went to get food or food or something. I don't remember. She was playing so forth. Uh, we got through the first and second dungeon, and then like the the only complaint I would say is that the game doesn't really give you a great direction at where you're going. Yep. But I mean, what what can you? That's expect? why I said that well, an early game. Welcome to old map. games, yeah, <laughs> where you had to wander. Get the strategy guide. So yep. we we end up in level six. Yep, uh, right after the, the, the struggles, <laughs> and. Uh, like we were just be, because we're playing it on a Wii U, we have save states, and uh, we we like tried a room maybe forty or fifty times to no avail. There are these wizards that shoot projectiles that are really fucking fast. Uh, four different types of or four wizards, two of them that teleport, and then the other two are just roaming, and they will go tele not telekinesis. They will do like a uh, a movement where they are invulnerable if you get too close to them. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, there are these two or three monsters that will eat you if you get too close to them. Like, like, is that what they are? They're in uh, Super Smash Brothers, and they like in, in the other Zelda games. I think I've heard like, that they likes eat and Redeads. Sh- they eat their or your shield, or they can eat your some shield. of my favorite enemies of all time. Be- because we're so underleveled, we only have like four or five hearts or six, and these enemies are dealing like four hearts of damage. Yeah. Uh, one of the strategies we came up with was like getting intentionally getting consumed by the monster because when you're inside of the monster, they can't deal damage to you or no one else can uh, get consumed by the monster and try attacking at the perfect time to hit the mages or the wizards and trying to kill the wizards that way. And we actually beat the room once, but we had only one heart left. So we're like, all right, let's try that again. And we reloaded back and uh, holy fuck, we just weren't able to get past the room again i could not imagine playing that game on or without having those save states though that ha- probably has <laughs> to be so infuriating yep. it's like playing the original mario with the actual <laughs> lives yeah impossible brew I, although i i i feel like i'm a better platformer than i am like zelda player <laughs> so that seems more realistic to me than beating zelda I, I guess with Zelda though, you can just keep continuing. And you so. went out of order. Yeah. So if yeah, you go in the right, so if you go in the right order, you'll be fine. <laughs> but I mean, I, I never thought Zelda, or Zelda, Mario, the original Super Mario Brothers, was necessarily that hard of a game. Lost Worlds, on the other hand, or any of the super, hard. the super Mario Brothers are pretty hard. Aside from that, Inquisition. Uh, where where are you at? 
Uh, so the the box is by the PlayStation Four. We're in the process of uh, you know opening up the Bloodborne box <laughs> out of the or first I have to pull it out of the collector's edition you know case and uh, opening up the box and then I'm going to hit the eject button on the PlayStation Four and we're going to put that back into Bloodborne box why don't you just take inquisition out and put bloodborne into an inquisition box no <laughs> sacrilegious again it's all just cases no what uh what free games are you getting this month i'm Xbox downloading a uh, uh black flag ass ass in creed so uh <laughs> my xbox came free with that still haven't played it are, are you planning on uh i'm downloading it playing right now that next probably Cause, uh, are, wait, wait, wait. Are you are you taking your console with you? No. Okay. Are you gonna be playing any games while you're away? You four. Just on the laptop. Jesus. What else would I play it on? We're gonna make a podcast special every week while you're away, which is just called Fetch Quest Podcast, a side quest on EU four. And then um, I so, might. Matt, what have you? Been I doing? still need to beat. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the name of the game, but I was I played it two days ago, a little bit. That one spy game. What's it called, Neil? Like, uh, oh God! Invisible Ink. Yeah, that's what it's called. Good God! If you don't click, if you don't look at the name, you just forget it. I tried playing that again, and it's so hard. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I was intentionally waiting until the summer sale to see if that ever ever dropped, but I completely forgot to check in on it that. It did. Like how much? It was like eight ninety nine. How much is it normally? Like fifteen, twenty, twenty. Damn, missed out. Still only twenty bucks. Now you're falling into Jared's category of it's only twenty bucks. Why don't you buy it, right, Jared? Because I'm feeling kind of uh, broke. <laughs> feeling kind of broke, especially with all these you'd new like games it though. Especially out. if you like the old school stuff where you just it's a it's different in the fact where enemies come back to life. You like that from the Metal Gear Solid days though. I like that from uh, Bloodborne. Every time I wake myself up from the hunter's dream, seeing people uh, these beasts, I spent so much time trying to kill back alive. But it's more along the lines of you killed them and then seconds later they're waking up. Yeah, yeah. Because you're you're fucking. I never try. I've always tried to like get a gun really quick, but I've never been able to. Have you ever considered that the alert levels you shouldn't even worry about them? No, because that's idiotic. Because they just keep shoving more people, and then they keep shoving, turning on more cameras. I've just heard other people state that the alert levels, as long as you're playing smart, quote unquote. The alert levels don't. You don't have to worry about them as much as you would think. I mean, that might be like more better said at the end of the game, or when you're more to, like into the game when you have actual gear, sure. As opposed to just one taser, you got a risk of rain it. Just farm. Yeah, you can't farm though. There's a time limit. Got to learn how to farm the, within that given amount of time. Yes, you can farm. No, it's not recommended. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I guess in risk of rain you can. Pop. And at a certain point in God mode, it's actually beneficial to just farm. When you get those six forty-eight leaf clovers or whatever they are, what are the what clovers? Risk of rain has a clover um, that you fifty-four leaf clover, and basically what it does is when you kill a master um, leveled uh, enemy, so like the ones that are different colors than the base um, enemy of some group you have like a certain percentage chance of getting an item drop like a a full item drop for anybody that's not familiar with this game is kind of a big deal especially anywhere in the first hour of your game can be 
hugely beneficial. Um, but it's something, uh, what does it say here? You have a 1% chance drop of a, um, of, of some kind of other, uh, pickup. So if you get six of them, every one in 20 master groups that you kill could drop something. Oh, so it just improves the odds. Yeah. And the chances of actually having like four or even five of these clovers in the first hour is just not happening. So, but it is a fun, it's a fun drop and there's others just like it that can improve your gameplay. Also, Jared, you alluded to some technology news coming up. Uh, yeah, the, um, the 950, the GTX, I think it's still in the GTX series, but NVIDIA's, uh, releasing another graphics card, another model. It's the 950. Um, for anybody, um, any mainstream kind of player, a 960 will last you your whole lifetime. Um, they claim the 970 is the enthusiast series, but it's just a more performant model that comes out earlier. And the 980 is supposed to be like the ultra whatever. And it's twice the cost of the 970. Um, but anyway, the 950 is a nice solution for a lot of people because one, it, if it's anything like the last, um, series or the last desktop one, which is the 750, um, it doesn't require external power. So if you have like a desktop at home or your parents have a desktop and it's got, you know, or they have a desktop period and not a laptop, you could buy one of these graphics cards for $120, $130, plop it in your parents' computer, and you'd basically instantly have a gaming machine, which could play most games at like 50, 60 frames a second. And being the latest gen, I think without a doubt this will be have every game at a playable playable level. So it's really cool for for people that kids that want to get into gaming, they can buy just any old desktop used or new and basically plant one of these things in there and they instantly have somewhere to start. So that's that's kind of why I get excited about it cuz it's a it's a very commercially available card and it doesn't require any like special connections other than like the primary one that it that you plug it into so it's um it's neat in that respect and they typically are very much smaller and less weighty than the higher ones so like they don't bog down whatever you do buy and they're not very loud like um the the 750 um has one fan so it makes as much noise as the power supply or CPU that you already have in it so it's not going to be like a jet airplane um so there's that that's a benefit but uh otherwise it's just another graphics card for anybody that doesn't care it's just another piece of silicon you said something interesting that I I kind of wanted to ask about. What's that? Like when you were talking about the nine set of uh, the nine seventy being mm-hmm. the enthusiast card. Yeah, they consider. Or I believe that's what they like. Like if you go to a retail outlet, they'll have like mainstream enthusiast power user. Or like you know, they have their own names for each level. Is the nine seventy with like a four uh, four gigs of VRAM? 
is that like much more noticeably stronger than like the 960? Yes. Okay. So that's the other thing is that they do get like, they increase in performance until you get to like the 980 level, which it'll still have a big performance increase, but like per dollar, it's not nearly what you would have got if you had gone from like, say the 960 to the 970. Um, because in, in real dollars you get like per dollar, you get equally more performance for whatever game you're playing. Is this 50 series card essentially going to perform close to what the 60 would Mm. without the hassle of having to get a separate power supply or a stronger power supply? Give me like a half a second. I'll pull up a chart to give real numbers, but uh, I, I suppose it depends on what you play games at. Because if you're somebody who doesn't mind playing at like a lower resolution, at like normal as opposed to best, normal being like 720p. If you're used to console games, there's not going to really be any difference between a 950 and a 960. Okay. If you want to do like 1080p gaming, that's when you'll see like the difference of 10 to 20 frames a second. So for some people, that's a deal breaker and they'll choose to wait and buy the next base one or, or better one. I, I should note that I kind of took to heart uh, Matt's whole discovery with you for last week. Uh, when I've been playing League of Legends lately, like I have always experienced a big drop in frame rate whenever we would start fights. So I'm just like, you know what? Let's drop this <laughs> down to like 900, 600 or whatever uh, resolution would fit my screen, yeah. my external and never leave 60 now. So, yep. so it wasn't lag. Oh, no, I still get lag. <laughs> I still get lag, unfortunately. Uh, which, thank you, Cox, for spiking my lag over 400 ping, or 400 <laughs> milliseconds of ping during fights. But, you know, when it looks like your characters start moonwalking, and then suddenly you'll just stand in one place, and you just watch your health bar deplete, and nothing's happening. Yeah. But yeah, the difference is, okay, so at least for the 700 series, which was the last major desktop series of cards for NVIDIA, uh, each like tier, so 50, 60, 70, 80, and then they have like intermittent ones, which is like 80 Ti. It's just their way. It's like XL, just like the next version or a next, like a bump. Um, the price goes up about double between a 770 and a 780 when it came out. And this has been true for probably the last three generations. But uh, the performance increase is about 20% versus like another 50%. Sure, I get you. So like your your per dollar, what you're getting out is not nearly as much. And so the, seven, so the 50 series is kind of a nice intermediate spot. Like a 750 Ti, this is a a great graphics card, I think, for anybody who wants to do just some uh, kind of basic gaming with any anybody on any game. It's 120 bucks, which for a card that requires no power and no like special configuration, you can put this in just about any computer, and it's 120 bucks, not on sale. So, so it can be. It's a it's a really nice option. Um, for, for, especially like high school kids, if you're somebody who's, you don't really have a ton of money or a way of income, this could be a, a a really good, uh, solution for like a summer. 
like if you don't want to build a whole nother machine, but you have like your parents' desktop available. Do we know when the uh, GTX 950 <laughs> Ti is coming out? Like when I can get my hands on one, probably in a month within the next month. I I don't oh, have so upcoming. Yeah. I don't have any specific. Yeah, but they announced that they're they are creating the like architecture and design whatever. They're making the specs so that people can so these manufacturers can just print them out on their boards and put products on the market. And uh, that'll happen, I'm guessing, since they announced it. I, I would think in within two weeks, there'll be a, like a model available. Yeah. And the 900 series is cool because it's power efficient or more, much more power efficient than the previous generations. So per, per, per like watt, you can also keep like the heat in the room down much, much better than like other generations. So like if you game for eight hours at a time and you've got this thing cranking out like or it's your computer's on the whole time, you're, you'll probably notice. And especially if you you use some of these um those higher cards I was talking about, like a seven seventy or seven eighty, those are some heat. That's like all they do. They just generate a bunch of a bunch of heat in your room. So the stronger cooling uh, cooler systems or cooling so, systems, do they actually just disperse the heat in your room better or do they actually so that's a combat that's funny that's like a point of contention is like so on stock cards so ones with the with the cooler designed by like nvidia are they're called blow uh blower design i think where it just kind of like forces air out of one end of it whereas these aftermarket coolers so like all these third parties like asus gigabyte whoever makes these, they make their own coolers and they just blow the heat everywhere. Like there's not really a specific like place that they put it like the stock one, which just blows it straight out the back of your computer in most cases. Um, so like, do they do a better job of cooling? Technically? Yes, they do a much better job, but the trouble is, is that since it's blowing the heat everywhere, it's making your room hotter. It's just blowing the heat everywhere. Yeah. Okay. And there's no, yeah. So you have to combat that. And typically that actually just relates to a hotter, like the inside of a computer case just gets hotter as a result of that. Cause it's just blowing all the hot air around inside of the case. So imagine if like, instead of directing the heat out of like a console, it just blew it around inside. It'd be like desoldering things. Okay. It's not that extreme, but like just, it just wouldn't, it's not as efficient. It's not as good to be just blowing it around everywhere. So like some, some manufacturing companies of cases and specialized parts will pride themselves on fan placement. It's so stupid and niche, but they do it. Is that a bee and puppy cat noise? <laughs> that is the, <laughs> that is the generic LG. That's, or, a, that's a bee and puppy cat noise. That is the symbol for me to stop talking then, about hardware. Then they totally took it from HTC. It is her phone noise, though, <laughs> so it, maybe they actually did. <laughs> well, that's actually our special guest uh, giving us the heads Coming up. He's in. five minutes away. Do we have any other news? Uh, I don't have any other news. But okay. I like to compare these like um, power comparisons just briefly. A 780 uses 250 watt. That's it's it's called its TDP. 250. On the other hand, your 770 has a TDP of 
230. Now a 760 has a TDP of 170. So like the wattage and power draw just like goes down dramatically. What about the 750? A 750, a 750 Ti. We'll go with that one. It's like it's 60 watts. So like whoa, yeah. So you go from a 760 which uses 170 watts, so the equivalent of like eight incandescent light bulbs, versus a 750 Ti which uses 60 watts, which, which is, is one three light bulbs roughly. How light bulbs? Or well, 60 there? water could just uh, basically it's not be incandescent. One. I meant uh, fluorescent, yeah. compact fluorescent. Wow. That's shit light. Yeah. <laughs> But just like Makes your eyes it's hurt. dramatically reduced power usage. I get you. Let's take a quick break, guys. And we're back with Chris the Magnum. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm, I'm a giant condom. That's uh. We're we all uh, ready to talk about Arkham Knight now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just just spoilers, <laughs> guys. I hear Batman is Bruce Wayne. I mean, what? Bruce Wayne is Batman. Get out of here! Did you play any Origins? I did. How's that, that was, going? That was that was one of the other reasons that uh, I'm kind of glad that things didn't work out last week because I would have had to look you in the eye <laughs> and, and say, oh, "No, man, I didn't." <laughs> so now I can. You know, we got the Arkham Knight stuff out of the way, like right. you said, and uh, I did get into some origins. And uh, there's things I like, and there's things I don't like. But we'll it's start with the certainly good, start with the good stuff. The good start stuff. with the good stuff. Well, <laughs> I think the first combo I did, he started using the wall as like, yeah, you know, um, I I think that might have been a little bit in city, not too much. Though. He would kind of like ram people's heads, but I think he ended up doing sort of like an Alan Belcher Superman punch yeah. off the, which I, I was like, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's cool. Um, interesting, you know, a little bit different rogues gallery. Yeah. Quite so, a bit, which is a good refreshing thing. I thought. Yeah. Uh, just bringing certain people like when anarchy showed up, I really liked that. Yeah. That was, have you done those quests? Quests. Yeah. I, I just finished, uh, the anarchy quest. Kind of disappointing. <laughs> It, yeah, overall it is. I mean, at the end of the day, it is anarchy, though. You're not expecting this elaborate boss battle, like. Well, yes and no. Um, that, that's I'll get, I guess, to the cons eventually. I won't start out that way, but just the presence of certain characters was nice. What other villains have we seen? There's a lot of cool ones. Um, I think so far I've you've seen Killer Croc, of course. Yep, you take care of him pretty quick, which is. This, that was disappointing to me. Sure, Compar- sure. Comparatively to his asylum account him, encounter where you're just like running away from him for a good 30 minutes. <laughs> the one thing, the asylum encounter has a, a mechanic that I do not like in games where you're, it's like a, a fleeing or sort of a chase thing, but the camera's in front of you. Yeah. So rather than, you know, being third person and being able to see where you're going you're just running towards yourself, yeah. which is just, I, I it's don't, like a, it's never, like a, it's like a theater, like a, not a theater, right. cinematography it's, thing. Yeah. It's, and it's only a small part of it, but it's sort of the culmination, mm-hmm. you know? So that kind of bummed me out, but jumping back to origins, uh, villains, where, where was I? Um, I, I feel bad. I don't have a tremendous amount of love for it, but 
Uh, I feel like I, I was maybe more nitpicky. I was looking at it through pretty critical goggles. So what what are the mercenaries have you seen so far? Oh, that's right. Uh, I got through the Deathstroke fight. had like one Shiva <laughs> encounter. But thus far, I think I'm still, I have only a couple of assassins. Nothing too big. It's good. Yeah. It gets better. I, I can imagine. I mean, the Deathstroke fight was really cool. It was pretty cool. And... Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to certain encounters. Obviously, Deadshot. Yeah, my, that's a that's a pretty good one. Uh, I and I to some degree, I have mixed feelings about the detective mode and and the forensics that they did in this one, where it's more like again, like for a theme and more for like a movie style type it's, of it's storytelling. Very elaborate, right? So you know, you're actually seeing recreations. But they really hold your hand through a lot of Oh yeah, of like it's not it's not it's meant to like make you think you're doing it, but you're actually just Batman said, Maybe I should check by the rug. So you move to the rug. Right. <laughs> you know, you just you sort like, of oh, wait, sweep your vision. There's that thing. And then there's this giant red triangle that's like look at me. <laughs> Whereas at least in the other games, you know, you would have to kind of go around and, and be a little creative. But and they were is, more in the other games they were more like within the game where it was like you had to follow that one guy's whiskey. Right. In the yeah. first game. Bowls, Frank Bowles. And you had to like in this one it's more of its own isolated event. Which I did like the isolated event. It's just if they also had more things like that, like the the following. It was it was cool, but it almost was too much because it just takes sort of any guesswork out of it. Yeah, you know, exactly. He just, he just looks at like a bullet hole in the wall, and immediately shadowy figures start appearing and reenacting. <laughs> everything that led to this bullet hole and you're just like wow it, that's he could really deduce he's a good detective right <laughs> and this is two years into the game and then flash forward to the other arkham games he's like, and, i don't know what i'm doing really. right and he's just like oh i can i can ballistically trace the angle of the shot and that's about it you know so it's uh, you know there's good and bad um with that overall i don't know I, like I said, I feel like I'm looking at it through a really critical lens, but I'm still playing it. I'm enjoying it right. um, for that much, but I can't help but just constantly hold it against what I'm familiar with. Right. So I'm not really being... <laughs> this is not. This is a question I'm going to ask in a way that's not spoilery, but it'll tell me where you are in the game. Are you ridiculously overpowered yet? No, I haven't okay. got the shot gauntlets. Oh, you know about the shot gloves. I yeah, I, I read just a couple <laughs> little synopsis because I I kind of wanted to find out based on my own negativity. I'm like, am I just being a you know unreasonable yeah. kind of a hater here? So I just went and, and looked up whatever it was like Metacritic, and they've got all the mm-hmm. scores and read just a you know a few different reviews from places and. It was all kind of in line with what I was thinking, and and that was something that popped up where they're like, "There's two gadgets that you get: the <laughs> shot gauntlets and some something that strings up enemies oh. without actually having to be." You mean the three insta kill gadget? <laughs> something like that. It's a. I think you already you. I think you already have it. it. Has to be updated. The line launcher. Yeah, it's the the thing that uh, Deathstroke uses on you at the, right, at the very right. beginning, where you're like talking to the penguin, and all of a sudden you're getting like pulled out of the room. For, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, what the hell? That's right. And it's that it's, like upside down. View. I think you have it. I don't know if you have used it in the way they're using it yet. If you aim it at like a something and then you aim it at a person, it'll like attach them. You know how you grab mm-hmm. people and you throw them off gargoyles? Yeah. It it does that without being near so them. You, right. You just <laughs> hit them and then attach sh- it to a gargoyle. Yeah. 
Because normally automatically you have to wait for pathing and you have to do an inverted takedown when they're underneath you. But now you can just like automatically do it. So yeah, so I, you get I, three insta kills that way, and then you get your shot gloves on. Well, they, they were saying you just punch through everything, <laughs> like any enemy. Normally, there's certain tactics that you have to employ and certain maneuvers you have to do to get past. You know, a guy with a riot shield, you have to sort of like cape stun no, just him. Just go through him with your shot gloves, right? And this, you're just <laughs> Batman punches everything. But yeah, be like there's the a mechanic to it that it's the the boss battles are still difficult. I'll say that. Okay. Especially towards the end, there's a couple of boss battles that like they built with for the shot gloves. Like without them, you can't beat them, hmm. which is nice. But um, coming from like a thematic view and looking at the story, I still say that story's. I want to say it's probably the best. I think out of the really? th- out of the three options that you have. Hmm. Um, abstaining Arkham Knight from the conversation to, sure. to further I, not I'm, spoil. I'm surprised. I, I would say City. Unless City, something City's, significant happens. City's big flaw, though, is Protocol 10 is just, let's shoot everybody in Arkham City. That was awesome. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you build up this Protocol 10 as to be this big event, and it's just, oh yeah, we're just going to bring helicopters in and shoot everybody. That's funny that that sort of like that type of almost genocidal behavior isn't a big event to us. Well, I meant like in, in a Batman world <laughs> sure, that really sure. isn't like, yeah, you, yeah, I, I it's like, what is it? And like, there's like a big theme of like, we got to find out what it is. Oh, we're just going to shoot everybody. Yeah. It, it, you're right. It does kind of, um, it was like, let down, but a it does bit. make sense for Batman to be the most opposed to that. It does. I mean, I'm not saying he's not opposed to it. It's just, there was a big thing and they're like protocol 10 is, 40 minutes away and they kept like doing these timetable things like i don't know man it's coming it's well, gonna so happen is batman like actively trying to prevent protocol yeah from mm-hmm. happening okay. yeah but yeah and that in addition sense. to that he's also am i okay just yes yeah. <laughs> all right yeah. i mean i just want to make sure they know everything about arkham knight already <laughs> like you're not gonna do anything so in the game very early on the joker you find him, he's incredibly sick. He kind of just OD'd on this modified venom, which is, you know, what, what Bane uses to get all yoked Jack. out and yeah, jacked. <laughs> uh, and that is, that happens in the first game. So you see him, he's completely sick. He ends up injecting you with his blood and sends you out as an errand boy to find the cure because that's the only way to guarantee you're actually oh. going to get it. So you're, in addition to trying to sort of unravel what's going on, what this Protocol 10 thing is, you're also trying to track down this cure for your own sake as well as his. And you progressively, you know, you're getting weaker and weaker and things are happening. Uh, and it and it takes you, um, you, you know, through a, a certain path, like going and, and seeking out Rachel Ghoul and trying, you know, pledging yourself to the League of Assassins and going through their little trials in order to, to use a Lazarus pit or to be able to uh, cleanse yourself. So it's cool. I mean, I, I really liked the story overall. And I also just like the way everything, it seemed to have a better flow. Whereas in origins, I think that's, it, that's it's just these rent, you know, just part things. of the lore is like, they're coming at you and they're coming like it's eight assassins that are just coming to the city to kill you. And you don't know when they're coming. Sure. And especially with the, the Deathstroke one, you're like in the middle of a conversation with Penguin. Then all of a sudden, you're just getting dragged out by your feet, like what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, coming to here to get you." Yep. It's like, ta da! Here I am. But yeah, 
that and and the other thing I thought it was really weird that this how empty the city is. Yeah, that's because at least in Arkham City they explain it. I mean, it's been walled off, so it's only populated by criminals, and it makes sense that you only encounter criminals. Whereas this is just Gotham City on Christmas Eve, yet all you encounter are just you know, the streets are completely empty. Which is it's just an, I, it's so small, but at the same time, it's takes you out of it. And that freaking bridge that they added. Oh God, my the bridge is pretty God. bad. Have you gotten the powerful line launcher? The what's it called? The thing that like makes you go faster? Oh, the grapnel boost. Get that first. <laughs> that I think I feel like that you just got it because I was using oh, that really? almost immediately. Oh, it's I in city where you have to like unlock. Yeah, it. yeah. City. You also, do. I don't know. Like I actually took advantage. It might be like sacrilegious, but fast take, travel. Take advantage of fast travel. Oh no, that bridge is guaranteeing the, it the every first, time. The, I the can, first thing I'm you do like, is you go to the get all the Riddler towers unlocked so you can. Just fast travel everywhere. One of them you can't do until you get a certain gadget. I think it's some far northeast one. You yeah, that, that's the first one I tried to do You're on like, my I own. I can't get in it. What's and the deal like, with this bridge? I don't. <laughs> they. It's just a time-consuming. To, to a what, what they did is in Arkham City. You know, there was just a, a certain section of Gotham that you got to navigate again. The one that's walled off and populated by criminals. In this, they tried to expand the map, and so they created this southern <laughs> island in addition okay. to what you normally would explore in city and they connected it through this giant bridge that is just the biggest pain in the butt to you know okay cuz you're trying to you know do your glide thing and it's just it's not set up very well to do that it's like a spider-man game if there were no tall buildings Ah. Right, and instead of being able to attach to the top we, and you know to are we talking park, like vice city bridge where it's like oh Massive loading when you there's, there's no cross. loading. It's just you gl- trying to. It's just you gliding, and you're not gliding fast at all because it's not. It's just a hassle. It's, it's it's the best way I can say because okay. that's the fastest way you can get around is by gliding. You know, kind of using your momentum, like dive bombing, and then going up and soaring a little bit. And then <laughs> when you find yourself getting too low, you do the grapnel boost, where you you shoot your little grapnel, it, it attaches, and then you use that momentum to fling oh. yourself forward and. <laughs> those things again everything is just so low and so awkwardly awkwardly placed that trying to na- i mean it's just, just a, it's yeah there's it's poor design on their <laughs> part and i think that you'll is understand probably why they implemented the fast travel you'll understand later why the bridge is in the game i'll just say that so blow it up or something or yeah, <laughs> bridges are meant to be <laughs> good uh, good non-spoiler there good work that, i mean how is very Interesting. One of my favorite slash most hated segments of that game. So, so Chris, uh, the payment plan plan <laughs> did not go over well. Oh no! I, I, you know, I think I mentioned it, and she's just like, "What? No, this is probably not going to work right 24 now." Twenty four months. 24 payments. This is also right after Neil said he couldn't afford a $20 game, but he, yeah. but he wants to go buy an iBuy Power PC, which is like. In payment, Neil thinks payments. payments actually cost less. They don't cost less. Less, rather. They just. It's like, it's just $300. They make it manageable. Month. I understand. Yeah, rather than just For forking over all the cash immediately. But um, let's just analyze what $500 would be divided up by 24. Well, I still I gotta I gotta plate, plate these new cars and yeah. insurance went up. Not not bad, but why don't you just plate them in Iowa? Just fucking forge some paperwork. Yeah, you live in Council Bluffs and save yourself like four hundred dollars. 
plating fees. Well, it won't be too bad because um, we we actually we leased instead of bought the cars. Does that factor into the difference? Because mm-hmm. you don't plate it based on the cost of the the vehicle overall. You just yeah. plate it on the terms of the lease. Ah. So whatever you expect to pay for it. And it's the same thing with your uh, debt to income ratio. It's not hit as hard. Have you planned out the vehicle you're getting after this lease yet? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know we'll we'll see where we're at. Because me and me and Jared have a friend who leases, and he's always. He's constantly look. He's get. constantly looking for the next one he's getting. Yeah. You know, for for me, it, I gotta say it. It was just it's so radically different that at this point, I don't expect to be surprised or so surprised in three years. But this was sixteen year gap in technology going from a ninety nine <laughs> to a twenty fifteen. So my That's mind nice. is effectively blown. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Just like the to, car drives itself at this point, right? In certain ways, I mean, yes. It, yeah, anymore. you could unlock it from your keychain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have to. I mean, keys in your pocket at all times. Like you walk up to it, a welcome light comes on. You just press a button, your doors unlock, the push to start, all that good stuff. Yeah, all the cameras, all the like notifications for. How do you feel about the the backup camera? Uh, because yeah. my mom got a new car and I, I can't I don't trust it for some reason well that's that's the tricky thing is for me there is that that part where I'm like I'm just used to you know operating I look back yeah. right I'm right like, I don't look at this camera using your so, peripherals and your you know, senses you right know. and I think it even still says like there's a little notification of course like, check your surroundings yeah it's like, <laughs> like don't just rely on this <laughs> singular camera that's telling you what's immediately behind you yeah uh, it's so it's, I don't know, it's, it's good and bad, but it's not something that, um, I've grown to rely on just yet, but you'll love the heated seats. I bet. Yeah. You that. mean when they make you feel like you just wet yourself? <laughs> what? It's like when they Is inject that, you oh, with that just, dye. Well, get all the, the, air the air first air. time you use heated seats, it's like this weird sensation where like, whoa, suddenly my lap or like in. my butt <laughs> is warm like it, did i just piss my pants it's like 130 degrees or more like it's it's actually fairly hot some of these heated seats it, it feels very like this is coming from a guy with a 2000 jeep cherokee <laughs> the first time i experienced heated seats it was in the middle of winter <laughs> and well obviously that's the only time you should use heated seats most likely uh and you know the person that turned them on didn't tell me they were turning on so like obviously i knew i didn't piss my pants but it was like what the fuck is going on right now like well i've, I've got a plan I'm, I'm gonna get you know a couple packages of adult diapers from costco <laughs> yeah. and then I, I think once that- the fall comes and the leaves start to turn i'm just gonna start you know getting used to sitting in my own urine and prepare myself i don't think a lot of people use intent like heated seats the way that like they were initially intended to be used though because they were initially like coupled with like remote start so that your seat would heat up and you'd get in the car with the remote start and your seat would be warm and you turn it off when you get in the car. Oh, so it's so you're not, not just burning your ass the entire time. I, that feels good. <laughs> I, I'm just going to like pull my pants down before yeah. I get in. <laughs> I like swimming uh, in my own urine. Uh, or like if you don't have a remote feeling. start and you, you get in the car and you turn it on and once it gets not freezing, you turn it off. You don't leave it on. I don't get why you're, like, people are leaving it on. I'm, I'm aware that a lot of <laughs> yeah, people do this. It wasn't yeah. my choice. They just leave it on all the time. It's not meant to do that. You're not supposed to leave it on like for your like 30 minute trek to work. You're supposed to turn it on because when you get in your car right in the morning when the winter, it's cold. When it gets warm, you turn it off. I don't get why that's like a... Do, do they have like a seat back warmer? 
Huh? Probably. I think so. I think so. I think. I think some that might. Be I think my. Like a I think my mom's new car does luxury above the luxury model. Not just your butt, but your back. Not only do you have a coffee maker, but you have a cappuccino. <laughs> you have back maker. problems because right. we got the heat pad for you. I just never understood. Like, let's just leave it on the whole trip. Well, once it's not cold, why would you have it on? Yeah. All right. Maybe I don't know. There's probably some ailment, some like cold butt syndrome that people have. <laughs> I'm just excited for the day that I get all wheel drive. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't know how long it will be until that. Why don't you switch until real, real, real wheel drive? Real wheel, because that's <laughs> yeah. what I had previously. I think it, no, I thought the Crown Vic was the Crown Vic. There's no way that was front wheel drive. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> that's why there's that big hump through the middle <laughs> of, the, of the car. Okay, the that's back. why you couldn't sit in the middle in yeah. the back. That's yeah. where the <laughs> steering was. Exactly. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, that's one really easy way you can tell in just about any car. But yeah, I'm that's I'm looking forward to that. Last winter was a little bit of hell because this because living in the apartment I'm at, there is a hill that goes straight up out onto Dodge, and two wheel Camry does not front wheel drive does not like that. Especially if you have to get up to Dodge speeds. Yeah, ramming speed. <laughs> that's right. Which is like sixty <laughs> ludicrous speed. Oh yeah, and then well, because and of course that's everybody. Everybody during Lone rush hour star. has their has their like four wheel drive Dodge Cummins, and I'm like, I just need to get going thirty, and I'll be you can whip cookies around me. Sure, sure. <laughs> like, I just need to make it to work. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, I I anticipate a uh, another fun winter. <sighs> we'll see. I, my plan: PS4 upgrade, probably holiday season good that's a long time to uh stay it's not as long free. as you, it's not as long it's, as it is a long time but i i am very confident i can do it as the guy who last week realized that halo is coming out in a couple weeks well, I, I still think it's april or like march <laughs> in the grand scheme it's not like it's not going to be a long time but it's a long time to try and stay in the dark on it uh, if you can tactically do it be careful i was like fallout 4 maybe in another two years Oh God, November! I'm quitting. <laughs> it's about that time. I mean, if you know, if something happens, it's it's certainly not. I'm not going to just hover over spoiler threads. And <laughs> exactly. <torture laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. Is like as long as you don't click on anything right. that says Arkham Knight or talk to anyone, right? And that doesn't know you don't want to know. Shut up. <laughs> I guess it's just maybe it's not going to be as hard as say like avoiding Game of Thrones spoilers. That's not that hard either. I've avoided I think you're, oh, no, no. He's the, I, guy, I he's the guy that like, goes to the spoiler threads when he doesn't want to know. I, I am not that guy. <laughs> you but, are torturing But yourself. I am the type of guy that does on occasion go through my Facebook feed and it's like, oh, whoa. I mean, I already, I've already <laughs> seen the episode. I've already seen the finale. But that is a giant fucking spoiler right on the front of my Facebook page. Oh, I was. I, that was going to be my next point. Was are, you know, are you active on social media? Because yeah, that's that's your own I fault. I am still. not. Like, and that's probably don't right have choice, a Facebook Chris. account. It's got to help. And that's not. I'm not trying to say that in a cool way, but it's it we really does cool, help. <laughs> <laughs> You're like you've I, been elevated. That's your own Here's fault if you if you go on. And I think Game of Thrones people post. Wait, no one's posting. Arkham Knight spoilers on on my yeah, Facebook. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. That's, that's what do you what want I've me to start doing? Is, is that Facebook's the sort of the the place where that stuff happens? It's like on Game of Thrones, it happens after every episode. But Dumbledore dies. Dies. No. <laughs>
I post that like every other week <laughs> <laughs> just for the fun of it. What was your worst spoiler on Facebook then? Uh, if it, as long as it's not an Arkham Knight spoiler, you could say it, I bet. <laughs> he just ruins it right now. I just calmly set my Bruce headphones Wayne down. And then kill him. Batman. And then kill Neil. No, uh... <laughs> just I, walk over. <laughs> I, I really can't think of one, because I, I am pretty good at staying in the dark. The one that would come to mind was uh, when I, I thought that like someone from Avengers died. I think I talked about it. But there, someone put a spoiler up for Avengers 2, which was actually just a blatant lie, and he was trolling people. Oh. But he put up a spoiler about a couple characters dying, and then he said, like, you know, just a snide remark about another character, like, oh, but it's really sad, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I'm just like, well, fuck. And so I started watching Avengers 2, or uh, Age of Ultron, thinking stop, this stop whole time. calling it that. <laughs> thinking this whole time that so-and-so is going to die, and I'm, like, waiting for it waiting for it you're like waiting here it comes it. it's like it's, it's <laughs> happening now and then he did it and i'm like oh well uh who who was the i think it was cap oh which d- doesn't right. make sense when you think about you nah. know How's the rest of the movies right. that were out but i didn't know if his contract was up so i was wondering maybe if bucky was going to be you know or if they were going to bring him back alive in some stupid form lazarus pit that's dc you'd still have it <laughs> called the lazarus pool <laughs> no, they they just give him that pill that uh nick fury took and <laughs> yeah. sort of flatlines he was, he his was actually just doing it on purpose <laughs> <laughs> like he just went through yeah he got shot from whatever that sniper yeah. rifle was <laughs> just massacred his insides if, you're, if your blood pressure was so low why were you gushing blood so heavily <laughs> that's right that's right yeah it's pretty pretty nasty to fake your own death most people uh, don't get hospitalized <laughs> don't ruin the quality of their life quite so much. He's in a wheelchair. Worth it. <laughs> besides eating from a tube. Besides Origins, have you played anything else? Colostomy. Honestly, no. Um, really just Origins. Good. <laughs> That's been it. Which I'll, I'll, I'll do as, as soon as we're done tonight. I'll go home. I will crush some food and uh, sit down and Put a couple hours into that until I'm ready for bed. Matt's dream podcast is just a bunch of Batman games. So yeah, this week uh, I just played Batman for the PlayStation Two. It was a good <laughs> find. Oh, interesting! I just played Batman for the for the PlayStation Three. I don't know. Or I'm interested in his take of how the story stands up and relates to the other games. No, I, I understand. I just liked how you're like, oh, have you been playing anything else? And he was like, no. And you're like, good. Yeah. Keep playing, one one other positive now that I think about it. Uh, the voice actors, I think, did a good job. Did you like the Batman voice actor? Um, <sighs> I caught on to him pretty hard. Yeah, he's no Kevin Conroy, but I didn't think that it sounded completely it silly wasn't, or out yeah, of place. Yeah, exactly. He sounds okay. He, he sounds like a pretty good yeah, Batman. It was acceptable. I and mean, there, there was other stuff. And the Joker was uh okay so you're that far yeah <laughs> okay he was i don't want to say anything i will say i was i'm overall i understand why you put the joker in there i mean it's an origin thing you know and he's got to become aware of him but it's not mark hamill it's no not. or kevin conroy the the, the yeah. two they're big young they're hitters. younger um but hey, he, he did that it's a it's booker <laughs> from uh um that bioshock infinite game. and also oh, joel sure. from uh, last of us same dude Wait, is it uh, Troy Baker? Yep, yep. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's the Joker. 
the, the thing I was expecting. Wait, Troy Baker is Batman and the Joker? No. No. I don't <laughs> know who the, the Batman The Batman's actor another is. guy, but he's I liked him quite a bit. Yeah, I, I think he does just like In the later stuff, fine. he does a really good job when he gets angry. Sure. sure. <laughs> and I, I, a lot of the, it seems like I, I, and I haven't verified, but I think they got a lot of uh, people to return. Like, I love that Penguin has the Cockney accent. Yeah. I love Cockney Penguin. Just fits. It's, like, fits that character so well. Uh, I think the Mad Hatter, same thing. I want to say the same voice actor. Uh, I don't know who else was returning. I guess Bane. I don't know. I haven't really encountered him yet. Killer Croc, I, same thing. Killer Croc, I wouldn't know. I, yeah. I have a question, a little unrelated. The voice actor for Batman in these other games is mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is he also the voice yes. actor for every other Batman thing you want to care about? E- even like the more recent cartoons? Yes. Okay. Just making yeah. sure. Except oh. for the one that's like an origin story. Um, where it's young voice Batman. Hey guys, I'm Batman. And by cartoons, you mean things not for cartoon network or what? I mean like the cartoon movies you keep telling me to yes. watch. Except for the origin story one where it's actually this guy that you're talking about. Okay. He got another role. In the Justice League War movie. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and then I know uh, Diedrich Bader was the voice of Batman in The Brave and the Bold. Yeah. Which I thought which, was really weird. Which felt good for The Brave and the Bold because it was just like a funny Batman. Sure, sure. Diedrich Bader, mentioned. you guys familiar with Diedrich Bader? Uh, Napoleon Dynamite, he was like the Rex Quando. <laughs> oh, from uh, also uh, Been in Drew many Carey. things. Yep, show. Drew yeah. Carey show. He was uh, Lawrence from Office Space. That is super weird. Turn it to Channel 4, but, Peter. But Brave and the Bold is totally like a jokey show. Ooh, in Office Space? Lawrence, the guy with the mullet that like lives next door. Yeah. Like, turn it to Channel 4, Peter. Just yelling through the wall. Oh! There's nudies on Channel 4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check out the nudies. I'm doing the drywall down at the new McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wake my ass up. <laughs> 6 a.m. every day. Yeah. You don't need to be rich to do nothing. Got a cousin's broke. Don't do shit. <laughs> yeah, great, great character, Lawrence. Great Batman for that uh, show. He's in a lot of good roles now. I think. Batman. Well, uh, yeah, I was, it was it was when I found that out because that Brave and the Bold show is actually really cool. Yeah, once you like realize that it's not what you think it is, it's, it's not meant to be serious. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's really funny at times. Yeah, there's like, they have like the Batmite stuff and just all kinds of weird characters. Is that also the show that there's a lot of back and forth? I mean, like you might be alluding to this as the humor, but there's just a lot of back and forth between the heroes making fun of each other and stuff. No, or in Snideways. I think you're thinking of Teen Titans Go. No, I'm not thinking of, of that. Like in particular, I think it's like Green Lantern and Batman don't like each. Well, they they often joke it or make jokes at each other's expense. Mm-hmm. That's like any sort of media, though. Uh, this one is just, yeah, it's just very tongue-in-cheek. It just overall doesn't take itself that seriously. Everything that you like, all your plot holes about Batman, they like emphasize them. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a kind of a kiddie show. I think it's actually on Netflix, or it was for think, a while. Yeah. And I watched maybe the first season or so. And they, they were just really good about pulling, you know, cool characters not only heroes, but villains, just very, very diverse casts. And they do a good job. They I don't do a know lot of stuff. Like, I don't know if it was like a Paul Dini thing or not. I don't know. But they do a lot of stuff with like Blue Beetle and stuff that you mm-hmm. never have, unless you're watching Young Justice, Neil, which yeah, you're that's not. probably not going to happen. That sounds like a, like a Southern rapper to me. Young, Young Justice. Justice. Man, it's a great show. <laughs> 
Little Justice. Little Justice. Could be a rapper that writes just about Young Justice and Teen Titans. That's right. <laughs> Little Justice. Or just a tiny judge. That's <laughs> pocket-sized. Uh, anything else fill up your week, Chris? Or the last couple? <laughs> Buying cars is a... Is an endeavor. You got to like sit there for a couple hours, right? Yeah. That, that <laughs> took up my entire Tuesday night. And then, you know, coupled with work, uh, over the whole week, there was just all kinds of, um, you know, going back, having to clean out her car, take it in, uh, go to the DMV, get our, well, we had to get our titles from the credit union for our, the cars that we already owned and then take them to the DMV and have them, um, put in our names because we just hadn't done that. For some reason, they're just sitting there. We've owned them for years, but uh, just all kinds of little errands involving that, um, and then schoolwork. So I generally, I, I just am not getting the chances to uh, to tackle all the game stuff that I want to. But I look forward to uh, the opportunity to do it, especially later, uh, like the last quarter of this year, because I won't be able to. I, I, I'm going to have a gap between classes. Holiday uh, with the families. Fuck it. PlayStation <laughs> Four. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Well, uh, it'll be it'll be a good opportunity to save up a little money and and uh, you know, like you said, upgrade, go go next gen, and start catching up on all the the good stuff that I've missed. All but, the remakes you've missed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm I'm glad that I will have um, time to you know I've I've let a good library buildup yeah. of games. So I'll have some variety. I, you know, I'm looking forward to it, but gotta be patient. So. I actually did the same thing. I didn't get my Xbox till a year after launch. Nothing, nothing for either system was out yet, even after a year, but sure. When you do uh like down the road, when you do get that PlayStation four, give me a buzz and I'll loan you some games. If I've, if I like, like bloodborne, yeah, right, Neil? if I haven't stopped playing that, I've been thinking about letting uh, Jared while I'm gone, borrow Arkham Knight. I don't know if you'd play it though. Have you played through any of the Arkham? No, games? no. You played like twenty minutes of oh, Origins. Or, I have Origins. them like I think I have them installed, ready to go. Cool. But that's like, why don't you start missed. Asylum then? Get off this alien isolation crap. It's good. <laughs> it's a great start, and, and I can. <laughs> but imagine if you can be the alien, and yeah. You're a buff, and you're actually just dude. tracking down these people. Yeah, think of it this way: and it's I like not you just feel one helpless human. and defenseless. You are the alien, <laughs> except you're a little less alien, but you're still preying on people. In oh, fact, you right. could call it predator mode. Mm-hmm. Much yeah, you you are like the shark from Jaws. <laughs> you are just this menace that's looming, and because no I played safe. through some of those. Those like beat 'em up sections, beat 'em up sections, on the very hardest difficult on New Game Plus too. Oh, nice. that must oh, be why yeah, no lightning bolts, <laughs> yeah. no spider sense. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's why you were getting wrecked. Okay, yeah, that, that like, can be brutal. I fought the same section eight times, dude. I was doing that too, though. Was that was like, before you got the shock gloves. <laughs> uh, see, but that's and one of I the things Bane. that I love about or, that game. Yeah. I fought. Just the the franchise, oh, well, just the is, challenges and the different, you know, to he go. In, he's in the middle of playing it. Combat oh, this one, yeah. Origins. That's the only thing I've done. This <laughs> like five minutes of this game, you dude. Don't, don't ask, like. You I ask me to know. speak. This is all I know. <laughs> That's don't. all right. It's, it's all I know. It's all I know. 
You guys ready for some listener mail? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so uh, a little bit of familial ties here, but my brother from Colorado writes in saying, Hello, FQ cast. I was hearing about the dirty bomb at E3, and it kind of sounded fun, but then I realized that I was part of the closed beta. What's the dirty bomb thing at E3? I don't know. Oh, this is the, uh, isn't dirty bomb, this is like the Team Fortress, but it's like actually dirty, like cussing, vulgar. Like Duke like, Nukem yeah, style? Kind, cool. kind of, or at least that's the impression I got from the preview stuff that they showed. And then I've watched a little bit of gameplay on Twitch of somebody, and it looks pretty good like as a as a team-based sh- uh shooter first person shooter i thought it looked good well uh, he uh, continues saying i reinstalled it through steam and let it do auto graphic settings in the closed beta i was running medium specs with little frame loss but now that it is in public it seems like they up the specs and now i have issues at the lowest settings it is a sad day when a free-to-play game is making your computer struggle i am assuming that hmm. cox and then he has cox in parentheses as well <laughs> <laughs> is comcast i don't think that's the case i think they're separate companies right yes. yeah yeah okay very uh, separate i am using it as in they hate each other yeah <laughs> i'm using it as it, it is the most reliable in terms of uptime and speed for internet here uh they also banned google from putting fiber here but yep. CenturyLink is slower than neil completing bloodborne ouch <laughs> <laughs> jokes Boo! against neil i like it uh on with the question <laughs> they don't have that CenturyLink prism stuff then yeah, probably not. That all our TV and stuff through that, and it's pretty fast. Same. Uh, Neil, have you heard of Yundare Simulator? It seems right up your alley. I actually took the time to look at this game. Is it a dating simulator? It, in a way. So there's the, <laughs> there's this term in dating sim games called Yundare. Explain that to me. I'm not, from, I'm not familiar yeah. with the terms in dating sim D-E-R-E. games. <laughs> and, and so this is me like not actually knowing that much about it. So I'm going to try and do it. And then someone's going to email me in and say I'm super wrong. But it's like the term of the character that like a female character. It's almost always female. I think it's always female. Who knows? That Can it be a is bird? attracted to the main character <laughs> in like a game or a show. And, but like very jealous and will do terrible things to try and make sure that the that the main character or the guy character stays in love with oh with him. Okay. And so this game basically Her? you stalk a male character and you will murder and kill and do terrible <laughs> things. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, sounds epic. Yeah, it, <laughs> For it actually looks sim. fantastic. Uh but you do all these terrible things to make sure that the male character stays with you or stays interested in you and not in rivals. Don't look at her. So this is like fatal, her. fatal attraction. I don't know if any of you guys yeah. have seen that movie with Glenn Close and Michael Douglas. I guess like so. Boils his rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a part where he comes in and like the family bunny's just boiling. Well, so I, I watched... <laughs> pretty, pretty gnarly, man. It's a I, crazy movie. I watched like a couple minutes of this preview video and the uh, made by the developer actually of the game and he was explaining that like, well... So it looks like this girl's talking to so-and-so, and he calls, like, even does, like, the Japanese thing by calling the guy senpai, talking to senpai. So how are we going to get rid of her? Well, we could uh, make fun of her until she gets so depressed that she doesn't go to school, or we could do so-and-so and so-and-so, or we could go and murder someone and plant the evidence on the girl and make sh- to make sure she gets caught and gets out of the picture and... Th- I come to a scene where you are stabbing and killing a bunch of people. I am blown away that this game was developed by a man. I have to say that that is because no, you know that seems like it would be the opposite where 
you'd be playing a game where you just get to violently attack someone that's trying to ruin your life. Uh, Nick's question is, uh, when are you when are you going to upload the rest of John Halo's adventures? I gotta I gotta pay for a video editing software, and then I'll get on that again. Who's John Halo? That, that we're doing a playthrough of all the Halo games, Master now. Chief. Yeah. Now that you're done with the Not, class, we can start back up with Halo Two. I don't Once know. Once I if... get back from, uh... oh god, damn it! In August. That's right. Okay, and that'll also give me time to finish all the editing, or rather, just upload and render and buy the software. Rendering is the biggest fucking problem with me because, like, rendering makes my computer feel like. Why it's can't you use the other software? Because you changed your operating oh, system no. like i can't use sony vegas which is what i'm actually certified in because it's windows only you're certified in it but you don't have it i used to because my I, I might just have to put windows whatever on load it up on your uh your, like your, your, your <laughs> can, it, can it render 10 1080 why not <laughs> probably not uh that's another reason why like getting a computer sooner seems like you know, it would have added benefits. Maybe I'll just go over to Jared's house and just render on his computers. I, I think I have a copy of. You Vegas. actually might want to consider asking my roommate to do that because he's he has he's has and will be buying like the the hardware that does that very well, mm. hmm. or at least stuff that's much more geared. Because all you have time. posted is through like mission four, right? Yeah, I gotta get on that. After mission three disappeared, <laughs> you just Tom Sawyer him. Like you go over there, you do it one time, and you're just like, "Oh, isn't this so so much fun?" Yeah. You know, and you guys are just laughing and rendering, <laughs> and then he's like in the other room, like, "What are they doing? That looks so fun!" And you're like, "Oh, you you wouldn't be interested in this." He's like, no, I just got some hardware. Like this, this is perfect. No, I don't know. This isn't your thing. Good just, news. He's actually selling that stuff that I'm talking so about. So you just you just go Tom Sawyer him, and he'll be whitewashing your fence in no time. Me and Jim is always get naked on the raft, <laughs> the wigwam, the wigwam when you wigwam. <laughs> All right, uh, he's got a couple more, and then we've got one more email. Uh, out of the podcast, out, out of everyone in the podcast, who is the most noob in games? Neil. Neil. I don't know about that. I don't think me. That's, what is that? What does that mean? First, let's define the term. Yeah, is it? It's N O O B, not N E W B. Okay, so it's a derogatory. Yes. <laughs> just meaning that you're just just bad. Yeah, and maybe this is a loaded question because it's just in games in general where it's like if we specified certain things. Like in FPS, it's fucking me all day. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I confirm. Yes. And if you want firsthand uh, viewing experience of this, where can you, you can watch that, Neil? <laughs> Whatever the fuck our YouTube channel yeah. is. You could watch him. Sounds like we're <laughs> really dedicated to that. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I don't know what the URL is. It's something. It's crazy. Di- it's, something di- it's a little different too. It's like a less space. It's, Can you just easily search for it? Can yeah, you just type in like Fetch, Fetch Quest, Quest YouTube. Oh, no, like, I mean, I, I think it's the it's Fetch Quest plays. plays. Yeah, but yeah. Fetch Quest one word still. Yep, plays We're, is a different word that's capitalized for okay. some reason. <laughs> Should it not be capitalized? I don't. Again, I don't know the I don't etiquette of it. Mat- I don't think it matters. <laughs> All capitalized. Good luck, Dan. He needs it. Is he going to the casino? Oh, okay. He's going to lay. Lay down. (laughs) 
wonder why he's got that under control. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he so, looks freshly showered. <laughs> I, I would I would almost say like we all probably have our weaknesses. I don't know. Just because right, I, I can't play MOBA. I can't yeah, I'm not with Jared. And I would Yeah, there you go. I, I, have I would tried. consider Don't don't act like I haven't tried. I've nine games of of league in a matter of three weeks. Did it was just not happening. Wait, what about the Halo five MOBA, Jared? <laughs> That might uh, be your intro. Yeah, to intro to MOBAs. I guess if you call that a MOBA, the aiming. You kill things, FPS. you buy things, you keep going. You get overpowered. You, you focus on your KDA. <laughs> Fuck the team. Yeah. KDA, KDA. It's or KD, I guess. So no, there's right. KDA is a Halo thing. Beautiful. Too. They actually list that as opposed to KD. Yeah. Hmm. Assist. Yeah. All right. I don't know how it actually do fractions you get, do you out. you get triple doubles? What? <laughs> no assist. Oh, I'm like, no, <laughs> at me, no. Jared, yes. Oh, okay. He's the John Stockton. I get so many assists. Assist master. It's so ridiculous. No, because John games. Stockton didn't bitch about getting assists. <laughs> <laughs> he was happy with his assists. He knew his role. <laughs> well, especially when I play with Matt, because Matt just like, I just he just picks up hey, whatever I've, I've got. I look for, I look for headshots. <laughs> There's I, nothing I would, wrong with that. I would also say too, though, that if Halo doesn't just do the the equal value in kills and assists, that also incentivizes you to bitch about getting those assists. They, I don't. Th- I again, I have no idea what the actual KDA like how it worked or what it because it was in Halo yeah, Five was the first don't. time it was because I don't mind was like oh yeah it was like I was ridiculous mine was high. like in the double digit range yeah. And I was like, oh, this just we all were, right. and we were like, this cannot yeah. be right. It, it could be equal, where it's like kills plus assists Assist divided by, by, by deaths. deaths. Still, I don't think I. That, yeah. I don't know. Maybe kills or two. Uh, I was. That was, might be accurate. I, on the, my high point, I think I was like seventeen or eighteen. Well, because an assist basically is like if someone gets killed deaths. and you've damaged them within that period of t- that time frame, they get killed. You probably have a lot of assists. The assists a were a lot kills, more lenient right? in five than on the other games. Way more lenient. Like if you put one you shot, you put any amount of damage. Oh, wow. Whereas in the other games, it was like you have to do at least ninety five percent and get yeah. stolen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at that point, it was basic. But yeah, mobas. Halo. <laughs> Leaning towards that moba scoring. So like, I guess the answer to the question is it depends on what type of game yeah. is being played. But yeah. if it was an RTS game. But if you're saying games generally, RTS specifically. <laughs> it, for me, it really boils down to what game it was Not StarCraft. With RTS. What about racing? Obviously Who me. Who the fuck plays racing <laughs> anymore? Who plays spin tires? I still say. Pointing at myself. If, 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 like, who would win if in the Mario Park Kart OG. That's not fucking racing. That's, racing. that's a bunch of bullshit. That's racing. Is what that's, that is. That's battle racing. Well, okay, let's okay. just say PGR three then. The only other racing game I'll play. If we played like a five of us, if Lock was here, who would game. what would the order victory be? I would. I, I would never probably played. be in the bottom three. I, I'd, I'd be no the bottom. Way. <laughs> well, there's four of us. So. <laughs> okay. No, I said, I, I, I said, said he's. A I said Lachlan's here too. Oh, okay. I Sorry. think I don't know. Could Lachlan <laughs> drive? Minus Lachlan's still five. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Lachlan's van. I'm not sure if he can drive. <laughs> there would be yeah some type of computer car that would beat me somehow. I, 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 I don't know. know. I, I don't play a lot of racing games. I, we, I won't say I'm like a racing exclusive because like I've. I play. I have played dirt, but I don't like play dirt. And I that's like, to, like a big racing game in the 
in terms of what racing game players play, I guess. But I like my like standard street race, like burnout. Need for cool. speed. Need for speed. Like that. The Need for Speed Underground PS2. Such a great. Oh that's, wow! What if we played my, that? I'm actually confident in that game. <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite all time racing games. I've probably logged a bunch of uh, maybe 30, 40 hours in Gran Turismo. Um, oh shit! Sounds like we should just find some. Man, we need to play a racing game together. Racing I guess. Game and <laughs> there you go. I mean, we do have a Halo Reach available. We can just race on that. Fuck! I don't want. <laughs> I don't want. <laughs> Those are not fun. Halo uh, with like the loop de loops and stuff. <laughs> we'll find some Forge map. Yeah, totally. That's what's there for. <laughs> and get on Mongoose. That, what, then Neil's coming last. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about right. fighting games? The genre. Yeah, that's exactly and what then, I was pointing yeah. to. The genre that matters: fighting games. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm probably the worst. <laughs> as long as it's a Japanese fighter, then I'm in the bottom. <laughs> I know I got to spin the stick and hit some buttons. I mean, sure, if we're going to play sure. Injustice, I could I could hold my own. M- MK style, but, but honestly, it depends. I think Lachlan is the best. Do you think uh, even in Street Fighter? What probably. If, what if we pick some like arbitrary fighting game like Tekken One? Like, Beautiful. I mean, Tekken and Injustice are almost the same systems, really. Are they? I think so. Okay, because I, I uh, go back to Battle Arena Toshin Den on. Oh, that was a good game. PlayStation. I barely remember that one. Mm-hmm. I, I would say I would probably put myself on top if if not behind Lachlan. I think it depends on the fighter there. If we're playing Street Fighter, like I, I haven't played any of Street Fighter Four, so I don't <laughs> know anything about that or Third Strike. But if we're talking OG Street Fighter, like or. Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Two, Ultra, whatever. If we actually wanted to do this, easy ones to get a hold of would be Injustice because I, I know I have it. Lachlan has. Now, it. what what would you guys you consider like Super Smash Brothers in terms of fighting? That is not, that's not a fighter. Okay. That is the Mario Kart of fighting. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> making, perfect. <laughs> making sure. But yeah, because like Matt threw out Mario Kart, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, and then it's just want to make sure that's the equate. That's what like I think. Equal. Those are the body sneak Smash Brothers in the yeah. back door. Although I would know <laughs> at Mario Kart, I am amazing at getting second place. So is a lot of amazing. It's all about just aiming for second. I'm all You're about going to be a lot more successful that way. I'm all about Avoid double dash. The blue shell. There you go. Double yeah. dash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get in my back seat. Double, okay. Double trash. <laughs> now that yeah. I think it about it, I I am pretty bad at all these genres. I'm not well-versed in driving i've been proven to be very ineffective at fighting games i'm competent at shooters what rts did we did you what's your verdict on rts like let's uh, go og let's just say age of empires 2 let's break it out uh what about command and conquer that seems just all as the OG. all the stuff it's that just I ever, as og but it's not as good well all the things that i ever I, played I were blizzard games so it would be like starcraft oh, and God. warcraft 3 i think you'd beat me in that you good at starcraft was okay so this, you're better this, than this, this would have been back in the um you know like local area network days yeah. you know when you'd have four or six pcs or whatever and but you know how to spam units and collect one resource i think that qualifies as any rts that i've played sure sure uh the the trouble is you know going online to try and test yourself because yeah. there's just such a gap in the skill. variety of skills well not right. to mention too like during those days, internet connection was not nearly as reliable either. 
sure. I just remember but you could probably, trying and being like, wow, there's, I don't belong here. This is crazy. I don't belong here. But like playing against the computer probably would have been your alternative. And like you kind of found out where you fell, like just based on that, I think. Sure, sure. And so as a kid, I know I found myself kind of playing against the computer. And that's like, I think that's as hard as any other kid you'll play against. The cool thing about like a, a Halo Wars, they did a thing where you played against the computer, but after you are, are like amassed a certain number of games, they gave you like a rank of like, this is where you should be in multiplayer. Mm. But I never got to mine. <laughs> well, so since like, we're leading into this topic or the next question, we're kind of alluding to it, but what is your favorite genre of ga- video games? Shooter. First person shooter. Specifically. What? Western RPGs. Yeah. Third person. Gears. It, <laughs> Isn't that your favorite, Matt? I think it would have been uh, just Japanese RPGs for me. And granted, that's a lot of... That can be a lot of categories, just like Western RPGs. But uh, sure. I think I think now I might be moving to action RPGs. Like, Bloodborne has just changed the way I think about games in a lot of ways now. Like, story to, storytelling doesn't have to be narrated to you. But, yeah. I don't know, because, I mean, and if I didn't choose first-person shooters, though, I like a lot of really weird-ass games, like um, Papers, Please. I don't yeah. know. Like, how do you call, how do you classify that? It's just like... Describe the game. You're we'll a come bo- up with you a are the no, Border I, Patrol. You can't. Oh, wow. <laughs> you stamp people's papers, papers and, and check cross you had, a, you had a noble cause, but yeah, there's no way... <laughs> There's no genre for and, it. And that's another great way of like a game that has actually a pretty rich narr- narrative that isn't just explained to you. Like yeah, that that's well, a great fucking game. It's just like it's just out there. And yeah, what do you call that game? I don't even know cuz it's not it is role, a paper uh, role processing playing? game. Well, it's uh, I guess it would fall under like the simulation <laughs> category. Yeah. But if you had to get, you know, maybe maybe that's that. what I would consider yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. But then again, it's like Goat Simulator. Like, I have no interest in playing that. That seems so, like a bit so of a misnomer, put, though, because how does that simulate anything we that put goats goat do? Goat Simulator and Papers, Please in the same genre? That seems crazy. To well, just, just because you don't have to. But, but no, just because it's your exactly. favorite genre doesn't mean you have to like all the games in the genre. Right, right, right. But uh, it, I it still a, seems funny. I played a shit ton of Surgeon Simulator. As we've seen in, or heard in previous But you're episodes. not going to play Euro Truck Simulator. Right. Sure. Absolutely sure. right. The upcoming game, American Truck Simulator. Oh, I'm looking forward to that one, guys. <laughs> yeah, Farming Simulator, Construction Simulator. I've seen Farming Simulator. I thought it looked okay. Wasn't going to buy it, though. Like, just not that into it. Hmm. Um, construction Simulator. I was. I may or may not have considered it <laughs> at one point. Anyhow, just thought I'd bring that up. Uh, we're going to do one last question from his email. Uh, he asks, uh, should I play Dragon Age Origins or just the first actual game as my intro to the franchise? I'm assuming he's asking about Inquisition as opposed to Origins. No, I think I think a lot of people do get confused that Origins is not the... Because like, it doesn't have a one by it. Because when you have Origins, you would assume that's, oh, that's obviously not the first game. Because right, right. Origins is the yeah. first game, and then two, and then Inquisition. Two is kind of like the goes out of their naming system. Do you feel like he should just jump into Inquisition, or you what would it, you do? Whatever you want. It doesn't matter. I think it's worth playing. It, that's true, but, like, the order doesn't matter. And it gives you, I mean, it gives you kind of a, just a good preparation. But it's all downhill little, from there. But a little bit of Inquisition <laughs> that I played was uh, 
they it seemed like it was different in terms of the combat and certain things and the camera angles. Better than two. It, yeah, two is really just an action game in a lot of ways. One a ninja movement simulator game. Yeah, it was just kind That's of only a if you're a rogue. <laughs> Other than that, you move like an idiot. After Matt got me like started in Origins, Origins I thought it was yeah, that's when I could get the ball rolling, I think, a little more. I, I think Origins was probably like my best experience. Origins the has the I do want to say Origins has the highest learning curve. That's yeah. that's true. Because if you played two, you'd just be mashing A the entire time and be winning, Jared. Oh. As opposed to holy shit, we have to run away a little bit and plant some <laughs> right. traps. There's and then- <laughs> a lot of repositioning, a lot of pause yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. Arrows. But if, if you like that, <laughs> if you like that strategy or appreciate that, it's a it's a good game to play. I'll always, you know, I I love that game, but I think I'm selling it more on you know, my own enjoyment rather than it depends on the person. I could see people not liking it though. Like Neil here who likes to just use a, a system where he just insta kills everybody. I hate most games with a learning curve. You know, you, you bring that up, sure. but you, you leave out the part where it's like, I, I only started using that when I was like, I'm tired of fucking playing through this part a third time. I just want to get to the story. Easy mode in it or a console. You Kill mean, all enemies. Sh- should just be looking up on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to see the bodies fall before me. <laughs> all at once. <laughs> Jared, you said you don't like games with learning curves, but you're playing CSGO, which is one, mm. of, the, one of the games with the highest learning curves you know, possible. You know, point. and it's funny because like, I play the game in, in the way that I wanted to originally. I didn't do like any competitive play. And then I, I I found some other players who like like to play it competitively, and I was like, "Holy crap! I do not know what I'm doing." And then I started watching Twitch streams, and yeah, it is a game that has definitely got a learning curve built into it. It is kind of drawing back to that question Lachlan asked a while ago, like, "What kind of learning curves do you like?" But yeah, like it. But on the other hand, one of my favorite um, like tabletop games of all time has the highest learning curve of anything I've ever played in my life. And I have yet to find other people to play it with. Dragon Dice, in case you're wondering. I think Lachlan was willing he to was, try it He out. sounded like he was interested. And I I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but like two days later, I was on Wikipedia and somehow I landed on Dragon Dice. Apparently, the guys who made Dungeons & Dragons is the same company that started this. Uh, um, even though it's under new management right now, TSR, the guys that made Dungeons and Dragons and a whole slew of other things, um, went out of business. So a whole lot of other people have kind of taken over their, their games or the management of it possibly. I don't know all the story, but anyway, the people that made Dungeons and Dragons made Dragon Dice. And I don't know if that has to do with why I like it so much, but probably and I need people to play that with. <laughs> if, if you haven't gotten the picture yet. It's the hardest game I've ever played. It is Please the single mo- most difficult game I've ever played. Hmm. The rule book is 150 pages long. That would turn me off. Damn. Yikes. That's my point. Yeah, that would Having that would just seen the rule book, that would turn most people away. But it's th- that learning curve, which is crazy. And I just, I don't know... 
I'm a, I had a bunch of friends at the time that I was learning it who are also learning it and playing it. So that's probably the biggest help is just knowing other people that are playing it and who are like learning it at the same time. Should just put out a Craigslist ad for masochists. That, that's definitely <laughs> the only way. That, that is totally the only way you can get into these high learning curve games, I feel like. Yeah, like, you definitely need some like side by side a coach coaching. That, well, you, need a, you need a montage. Well, yeah. I mean, you need a good coach too, or you need people that are also learning along with you with that coach, or you know, a combination of quality though, because yeah. that's the only way I got into League of Legends. And that's and thinking about it and thinking back, that's exactly why I think I was able to, or like why I got as into the game as I did. It's because there was seven or eight people all at the same time, kind of getting into this game, and then you know, year later everybody kind of dispersed and I'm like, yeah, I'm still excited to play but cool. Yeah. But then you need like that super high learning curve to get over for somebody else to start playing. Right. Do they do it at like any like local comic shops no. or places like that? No. I'll be right back guys. But I, I will be playing it here in about a month at the end of July. Is that when your tournament is? Yeah. Local? Jared's, the, Jared's the world champion. No, Nash, hey. he's the national champion. <laughs> I won one Rainy tournament. <laughs> he hasn't defended yet. Undisputed. After after this time, he'll be defending, right, Jared? It's not even. I didn't even play with my dice. <laughs> I but took I took my friend's will, one friend's you ticket. You can't say defending until he defends. That's right. <laughs> I took one friend's ticket and I took my other friend's army. And I won this tournament that I was not scheduled to be in. <laughs> Whoa, cool. With, yeah, and it sounds it's super cool and reigning champion. The you know, and the dice I won. Now that I'm thinking back to it, it it was in the game. Like if you're somebody who's active in the game, it's worth about a hundred bucks. So I was cool. I was super psyched, and um, it's a collector's game too. So it's it's also really cool when you get a collectible piece on top of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that That's was so great. Yeah, defending. Part of why I wish <laughs> I could get part of why I wish I could get other people into it is kind of share that fun or just that experience. Have people kind of understand what you're talking about. So you, you could teach them because you're the champion. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and the the guy who got me into it, um, Ken, he uh he's th- the last two years in a row, he's come within like one dice roll of winning and just whiffed. Like, it's so funny that I, 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 for me, for, for like our group of friends that plays this game, it's just hilarious. But like, it, we understand he, you would be destroyed if right. this happened. You're, sure. You're trying to be a champion and you're one away and Jared's just laughing at you. Well, that's right. <laughs> and it wouldn't be so funny. I wasn't even supposed to be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. oh, would you look at that? I won. <laughs> this game's easy. <laughs> but it was, yeah. That's and how it happened. I think what made it better was that the guy that had won this thing had won it like the last seven years in a row, and he was part co-owner of this company. Yeah, <laughs> so look it was at just, you, Chris Weidman. It was ep- it was epic and champions. Like I didn't even know, like because it was funny, like because this is the third year I think I've been to this event, and some of these guys that have been playing this have done this for ten years, I think, and they're like. You know, like they're having more wild reactions than I am when I like played and won. Right. I was like, 
hey, would you look at that? Yeah. <laughs> beat this, beat this old guy. And they're like, my God, what is happening? Mm. How have I never? What other games are at this thing? Oh my gosh. Is Yu-Gi-Oh! Ma- there? Is Magic? My, is my question. Magic is almost a third. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! is a great game. <laughs> you know, I don't see any Yu-Gi-Oh! there. Because Yu-Gi-Oh! took, like, a, Yu-Gi-Oh, like, it took can... a drastic turn because they wanted to make it like more in the competitive scene. So all the Yu-Gi-Oh! I know is completely useless. And I played for maybe <laughs> like seven or eight years. Yeah, All useless. Bummer. But they have um, trading and buying for just about every card game, or at least major card game there. Where is so, this? Indianapolis. It's oh. called Gen Con. They, it's a four-day gaming event every year. And it always takes place when I'm taking some college class. <laughs> um, and it has been every year since. Is Pokemon there? Um, you can buy and sell cards. Is that I've never seen anybody Is play. that ever on the competitive scene? I don't know. Neil? I'm don't like, don't look looking, at me. I'm looking to Neil for these answers. Look, Neil, you're the Japanese <laughs> RPG expert <laughs> Exactly. Here. Which Pokemon is the first, like, it's, one that was big in America? No. Final Fantasy. <sighs> Original. That's not... That saved Square. I'm saying big as in everyone played it. In not our generation. Everyone, not everyone played Pokemon oh, cards. I said the game, the actual JRPG. The game. The game. You just lost. I lost the game. I I have no idea. I'm sure it's competitive someplace, but I don't think <laughs> to the same level that like Magic the Gathering is. Because that is at least a third of the main hall. Dragon Dice? One of two main halls. No, Magic. Oh, okay. Have you been to any other types of cons? No. What I was, I was gonna, I was gonna ask like what the smell level is compared. Oh to well, the smell <laughs> near the magic section gets progressively worse. Is that where the the deeper you get into it, the smell yeah, is? It's pretty bad sometimes. Do you think in any way that it's a tactic or is it just a lifestyle? <laughs> it's, it's a it's lifestyle. A lifestyle. Oh, okay. I mean, all cons are terrible because there's yeah, there's people that just they'll stay in the dealer hall or wherever for four days and they'll just they don't kick you out. And, yeah, they can't or the, well. I don't know if it's they can't or they just choose not to. I thought the show floor would, and, and maybe this is coming from a different type of convention or con, but I thought the show floor is typically closed at a certain time. They do, yeah. And so, I mean, with that said, it's like, kind of like there's merchandise in here. We need you out as a like a security thing. Exactly. That's so crazy. get the hell out. And then part of the con experience is like going out to bars and stuff and restaurants with people you meet. You know, it's funny, and we don't really do a ton of that not because we don't want to, but because part of part of the stipulation of being there is that we're we're working in quotes I say, but um we have like fifteen to twenty people that kind of get brought there as part of managing one uh, a set of tables for the game Heroescape. And so we have to we have to be working these events to make sure that they're continuously running during their allotted times. Because people come and pay money to enter these tournaments, even though the game no longer has anything being sold, like commercially, they're not printing anything else for this game, but they'll still offer like prizes and such to different um, venues or whatever might be out there. Sure. Ex- in existence for the game. But do the tournaments go on like all night? Um, ours go from like 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. So it's like a full day. And to kind of make the most of everybody's time, they kind of allot you like you're doing the morning, you're doing the evening session. 
or, you know, cause for four days, eight sessions, you want about three or four people on each of them because we've got, um, I want to say six, 12 or 14 games that can be playing at any one time. So it's, it's fairly involved and it's, it's cool how they're able to kind of set this up each year. Cause it's just like one guy, like two or three guys of the group hang on to, um, all these map pieces for this game. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like HeroScape, but the tiles are fairly large or they can be cause there's so many of them and there's different kinds. But, um, so there's kind of primary people who hang on to these materials and then they come and then everybody helps set up these maps because that's the that's the suckiest part of the game is just setup time but once but since the group of us does that like it's a lot more fun for the players because then they just sit down with these predefined armies that they create and then they just go to town with somebody from you know across the the country but for like dragon dice it's like i brought my dice that is the setup and it's time to roll these dice. Brought your There's, dice, you brought your crown. Yeah. Your strap. It's it's and that's what's kind of cool about it is like there's almost no setup time because everything's pre like you decide beforehand before going. Although you can change it up, obviously. But like you sit down and it's just like you can go. And that's what I've I think I've liked so much. Because rather than spending time like building a map or setting things up, um, that time is alternatively used reading through the rule book um, to to get a game actually playable. Now, is this the type of game uh, where the the playing field is equal, or is it like yes, a card game where you know somebody can invest money and sort oh, of just yeah. crush you based on investment? Which I I've always a, kind of not like that. It's really tough to answer that question because it's totally dependent on what game style you're playing or what game you're playing. Um, there are different game modes. So just kind of a yes dice. and no, like you can do it, but it's not yes. absolute. Okay. You could, you can do it, but players that are more strategic will always outweigh the one with better dice. I think, or that's been my experience is that you don't need to necessarily the, the best dice because but there's, it helps. It does help a little bit. Like, Enough that if you had two good players fighting against each other, you would notice like, oh, this this guy's using you know three hundred dollars more worth of dice. It's like, yeah, okay, that's that will have an effect. So in that respect, how much have you spent on League of Legends skins, Neil? Uh, probably less than like one hundred and fifty bucks, I'd say. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I could probably actually trace it back. My CS:GO. Money spent is always increasing. I, I, I don't. I, I know when, how that feels. When you say three hundred dollars, it's more a matter of like, oh, so the difference in what they spent is three hundred dollars. So how yeah. much money did they spend in total? One guy spent, I say, an additional three hundred. Yeah. So that that's that's why I'm like, holy shit, yeah. on dice. But it's but it's um but like the packs are randomized. So like, oh, I I could get way too into oh this, so. But, Okay, okay. This is a I'm game that's sold in packs more. randomly. But, but so was, instead of like cards, you have... It, it's like it's like getting card packs, right. but they're dice it's a, Exactly, okay. yeah, but it's but a dice But in the same form. way as, as cards, you can go to like 
a, a dragon's lair right. place by one specific dice you want to fix exactly yeah but yeah. the really big difference is that dice are dramatically more expensive to like make than than yeah. cards right. and distribute is yeah that's and really, that's their that's biggest really cool. that's their biggest complaint as a company is like it's just astronomically more expensive to make a dice versus print a card and like there's no way you can really print a card that suddenly has more six value different, <laughs> six different like you know technically outcomes. you could it could be hollow just a piece of paper yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah they just folded true well, so that actually makes me really that that's a really cool concept, though, that the dice themselves are actually changing value or changing their meanings because you could have one one dice. Yeah, I keep saying dice when I should be saying die, I guess uh, that, you know, it's best it's best role could be something amazing. But in return, the worst role could be like a terrible. Right. Yeah. So that's part of that's part of the game is like you're balancing your army's build. And that's kind of why I say. It's sort of a money-based, like, you could buy better dice, but as a player, it's your role to buy a well-balanced, it's your role to build a well-balanced army to counter whatever else is out there. So while somebody might have really great dice or something that's worth a lot of money, it may not cover every situation. So you could still beat a guy with $800 worth of dice, like I did, with like $50 worth of dice. Oh man, he must have had a rough night. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, spent that much on dice and then well, he gets and it's beaten like, by a, a guy that just came just in. Shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> Wasn't Did no you make it obvious Jared, it. that you're not supposed to be there? Oh, these are already yeah. mine. <laughs> I did, oh yeah. Like I sat down each time I'm like I'm not supposed to be here. But good luck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the champion now. Yeah. <laughs> And the guy sort of threw his hands up afterwards. He's like, well, you did it. I was like, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> this feels good. Did you insist upon being referred to as the master champion? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> no. <old. laughs> no. <laughs> because that's, that. I feel like that's more reserved for the actual world championship uh, tournament that they hold. Which is, I think, is much more entertaining. So you're, you are a regional champion. Sure. National I, champion? It's uh Battlefest is the name of the game or is the game type. So it's like a sub type of game. I don't know. It'd be like You're the champion in your weight class. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, there you go. The featherweight champion. But I'm not the world champion of all the classes. Right. You're just the world <laughs> champion of your weight class. Yeah. And they play each of their game types play so differently that I it's I think they are all separate. You got pound for pound ranking. <laughs> Jared's at the bottom of those, apparently. <laughs> Out of all the champions, Jared is the worst, apparently. <laughs> but they have like a duels tournament, which is really funny because you just get random packs and that's what you play with. I always liked that. Like when, cause I'd hear, you know, they'll do game nights at comic shops and stuff like that. And then that's what they do is just everyone, yes. you just, you know, get a starter deck or a couple packs and you, you're only able to use those. I, I like that cause it, it seems to at least even that mm. money factor out, which is always turn yeah. me away from games. Cause the starter packs are usually pretty balanced and then yeah. you build like, mm. in, <laughs> in, sure. in, in, <laughs> in card games, 
But uh, <laughs> right, they're they're meant to be like, like you said, yeah, yeah, a little. You either little get bit of Yugi's everything. deck, or you get Kaiba's deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Yugi, what were the starter decks in uh, um, Pokemon? I don't, I don't know. fucking I don't remember. Know. I don't because I remember you couldn't get a Charizard to save your fucking life, right? <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so mad when I you ask me Pokemon questions. Well, I don't know why either. <laughs> I think it's because I evaluated what Pokemon is now, and it's like, you know what? I I, I kind of want to change or shift gears for a second to Pokemon. Yeah, sort of. Like, like I'm down with that. Nintendo. When, when you analyze a game like a, a long running franchise and see how it grows and stuff, it's cool, right? Like the most Zelda of the time. Franchise, most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Zelda franchise though has gone a long way from. I have no fucking clue where I'm supposed to go. And this old lady's like, there's a secret on the East Peninsula. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck is the East Peninsula? <laughs> and then you get into these heavily narrated, like really cool stories that, you know, the games obviously have evolved into. And then you look at Pokemon and the fucking game <laughs> hasn't changed at all. Uh, the game, but the gameplay is pretty drastically different. The, the game, the mechanics have gotten better, but they can't fucking tell a story if their life That doesn't make the game it. bad. I mean, yeah. does <sighs> does Dragon's Dice tell a good story? No. But does <laughs> the hell of a great <laughs> multiplayer though. So, exactly. So, <laughs> why why Spin do they tires no story. Love it to death. Why do they even hide behind having some it's flimsy a, It's a tutorial. Some yeah, basically. But it's it's just it's just a flimsy single player experience. Tutorial. Why do they even have it? Tutorial. I you, keep. You could literally. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do you just keep saying tutorial? Because it's answering all the questions. <laughs> you could literally do a tutorial then. But they did add as a single player game. It doesn't have to be a single player game. It, it doesn't have to, but that's they, they the could choose. put Kevin Spacey in, and it'd be better. Like they, they could put <laughs> so much, uh, so little of effort to make the experience even a tiny bit better, and it just seems like they never do. Tutorial grinding. Can, I mean, it has so many things that, <laughs> like, games that have one of them, like, can yeah. become massive. And they're putting games with, like, just a single-player campaign that'll sell to some people. You got grinding that'll sell to a lot of people. You got a great multiplayer experience that'll sell to a lot of people. I mean, why just pick one? It makes... I guess it's one of those things where it's like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> so, you know, maybe the the story... They weren't happy with it when the first couple iterations right. came out, and no one just said they were like, "Oh, we're, they're still eating it up." So, like, why spend the money? Yeah. The experience isn't the story. The experience is finding new Pokemon and yeah, being like, like why, amazed by it. Why and being spend like, the money? I want that, that one. How can I put him in my team? How can I make yeah. my team better by getting that one? Oh shit! It ran away. Let me spend <laughs> the grinding time of just walking in this forest for a good twenty hours. <laughs> Why don't I have cut yet? Damn it. <laughs> just cut this fucking grass down. It just seems so weird because like... Fuck! The other half of their, of their franchise is invoking or like trying to suggest what type of rich storyline you could have with their animes and manga. 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 And then, like, the games just... They, they have never made a game to offer that type of story. Was there a pretty good... St- I mean, I'm honestly unfamiliar. Like, was, were the other... Well, I, I mean, if I'm being really critical, I think the anime sucks. But, okay. I mean, there, so, there is a storyline. There's no evidence it. that there could be a good storyline. 
it, it's just one man's opinion, but the Pokemon anime and all of the movies seem to be doing so well. And like, I, I would be an asshole for saying that they are not, you know, doing at least a halfway decent job of creating an interesting plot and interesting characters. Like Brock, who never opens his eyes. Brock. <laughs> <laughs> That's unique. Yep. <laughs> or slightly racist. Brock's also in the game, so. <laughs> Why doesn't he follow me? <laughs> oh, yeah, I should be doing Ash's voice there, shouldn't I? Ash, catch him. Because he's got to catch him. Uh, yeah. It's he like was a, born for this. It's a tutorial, Neil. It's like those superhero uh. names, you know, they always have some semblance of like what they're going to be generally it got to the point where after the first like two or three generations it's the game wasn't about nobody like that many people were buying the game for the story it they took were, a while before a multiplayer, multiplayer could even get into play here because if you're getting them on the on the game boys i got it for i played on the game boy multiplayer with at least 20 other people where you had to get the, the cable. cable yeah they cost oh my God. they cost eight dollars the cable eight dollars for infinite multiplayer experiences and then too like they they didn't have a good way of actually you try, you try to jimmy it out when you start losing <laughs> <laughs> like shaking it a little oh the connection broke oops draw <laughs> oh man, man. Yeah, it's gotta be a draw it wasn't fair because i i picked bulbasaur my brother picked uh charmander so he automatically wins all the matches <laughs> yeah they they didn't have a great way of like evening out <laughs> disparate uh like the, the differences in levels either or like finding a way to do proper matchmaking at that point all right granted Ma- I, I, matchmaking I am, with I am, a cable <laughs> that's it that's who's yeah. gonna play hey, today? do you have a cable all right cool i guess i, I guess i'm taking too much credence into what what they do nowadays though oh, we're like piece of shit again <laughs> if you play against someone like you know your I levels basically you. get averaged out in a way that even if yours are like massively over leveled in line, they will, you know, yeah, get worked together so the match is actually fair. Fair, even though you have different Pokemon, they all have different attacks. Yeah, and they're all different types, so they're not even at all. <laughs> it's closer just- <laughs> to fair than doing like a level sixty or what's the max cap? Hundred. Hundred twenty. Oh, okay. Hundred twenty. Whoa. Man, things have changed. Super, super Pokemon, right? Wait, what? Mega. I'm done talking about Pokemon. Oh, it, the original Pokemon. is 100. Mega Charizard. Yeah, I'm like, un, it's totally foreign territory to me. Fuck Pokemon. Mega That's Charizard. Right. That doesn't exist. Yeah, it does. It's just Charizard. I just remember going to find the Pokemon named Missing, though. You mean fucking up your game? Yeah. <laughs> There's only 152 Pokemon. What then, is this sound? And then you get the... Um, isn't that how you got the rare candy code or something? I think. I don't, I don't remember. I just remember somebody told me about missing no. And then it was funny. Like It it took me like hearing that again for the first time in like 15 years to understand what that even meant. <sighs> yeah. Just mind blown. Missing no sounds like a cool Pokemon. Yeah. A good question would be, who did you use your first Master Ball on? You got more than one remember. Master Ball? No, I mean the first time you played the game oh. and you weren't smart. Zapdos. Yeah. First legendary you see, you're right. throwing it at. Yeah. Because was... you didn't know it was the only fucking one in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Then you became overpowered for a good two hours. Mewtwo. Yeah, Mew. Or Mewtwo. I don't remember. 
it's so so long I, ago. I, yeah, I don't remember how I got Mew. Hacks. I think I had to fucking there game was, there, that. There was hacks involved. Six-year-old. I didn't understand what sand attack was for. Why would you not want to deal damage? Yeah. Just... I remember playing the the first uh, Pokemon Stadium on the N sixty four, and uh, they had their story mode was actually a legit tutorial too, because yeah. uh, it like taught you about. There was this one person you fought that used Sand Attack a million times, a million yep. times. So it basically just taught you that like you need to have someone that knows Swift because it always hits. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was one that like taught you that what Quick Attack actually did in like competitive play, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't know these were actually good moves. Yeah. Sand attack's the best move, though. Yeah. I remember not having an N64 and getting wrecked every time somebody would do that because I had no clue what I needed to do because it was such a binary response. Yeah. And I was like, I need to do something different, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> Good thing I chose, like, five rock Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> something tells me. Uh, we're going we're gonna to put the rest of the viewer mail on hold till next week. Uh, Why, Neil? Why, Neil? Because this topic might be a very long one again. Doubt it. We'll just do it real quick. So, what do you... uh, (laughs) (laughs) The book has been closed. The iPad has been closed. What are you doing this week, Jared? Well, Spin Tires had its uh, DLC sort of expansion stuff announced that's going to come with the game, so... Just be looking for updates on that. No. If it's just, so it's actually free. So if you own the game, you get yeah, it? Yeah. That's cool. It's just announced. So is it just coming announced. out this week? No. I, uh, I have no clue. I was just joking. I was like, just going to sit around and wait for that to happen. We all thought you were being serious. No. I'm most likely going to be starting to do homework for a change. No. Which will be fun. Uh, for the if, first time If by of the homework year. you mean running away from a xenomorph? Yeah. Maybe. Um <laughs> Probably some homework. How long will you procrastinate, though, Jared? Uh, Should we take bets? <laughs> it's gonna no. It's gonna. I'm gonna start the homework tomorrow night because there's no way I'm gonna get anything done tonight, and because I'm exhausted. So, other than that, like gaming wise, this, I'll probably if I do game, it's gonna be the same thing. I think I just did this last week, which was I'm gonna play an hour of everything and see how it goes. Because sometimes things are gonna freeze and sometimes <laughs> they're not. And sometimes I'm gonna get lost and sometimes I'm not. So if I spend an hour looking for a latch on the ground in Alien Isolation, that might be my hour of gameplay. So be it. And if I have to do that one more time, I may not be playing a whole lot more of it. <laughs> That shit was not obvious. Why so. didn't you use your um, skills you learned from Metro when you immediately can't find something? Immediately go to the YouTube. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> I should have. No, it's coming back. Now. Which, which is which is the reason why the second Metro if game take, took me drastically yeah. less than the first one. Basically, Fuck it, YouTube. It's <laughs> a great skill for any gamer. If you walk fifteen feet backwards in any game, the single player, you're doing it wrong. I think there's a good chance you're doing it wrong. If the level is not progressing, like if nothing new is happening and you're walking and you're still walking and you're still stop <laughs> YouTube immediately. I was like, well, maybe I gotta, maybe I gotta go even farther backwards. And then like in my head, I didn't think about this, but I was like, this is a lot like Metro. <laughs> 
I'm doing something horribly wrong right now. <laughs> but damn it, I'm going to keep going backwards. <laughs> and then I like get to that edge case. Anyway, so that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. I'm already getting high blood pressure. Sorry, <laughs> getting ramped metro. up. Chris? <laughs> All right. What am I going to do? Uh, Gaming-wise, I'm going to finish Origins. I'm going to continue as soon as tonight and see how far I can get and continue that into the weekend. Uh, as always, you know, work, school stuff. We'll be there. Try and get that done as early as I can. I think Pre- you're farther than you think in Origins. Yeah, I, I you're pretty far. I, I do a lot of the side stuff. I get distracted a lot. And Don't it, you know, do the Riddler stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so hard not to because I'm just so used to pursuing it. But it's much less fun. Yeah, uh, which is again, I'm just in just hater mode. Uh, Either that, or you gotten used to doing it so much from the last games. Yeah, I I, I just I like the Rocksteady's approach uh, to it, and just how diverse some of the puzzles were. I also, of course, love the all the little Easter eggy mm-hmm. type uh, puzzles that you have to solve. Right, and you get the clues, and then you're looking for posters or locations or things. I miss that. I, I it made it so much more fun to explore the world. Right, to always kind of keep that that eye out uh i'm also gonna do my best to find a way to uh to watch the ufc this weekend yeah i was gonna uh stream that online cause I'll who's, be, po- who's fighting it's uh jose aldo backed out against conor mcgregor and it's conor mcgregor versus chad mendes and uh robbie lawler and, and uh, uh rory mcdonald which i think will too. be a snooze fest. is that lightweight no that's welter featherweight is Felter the conor and, McGregor. and welter respectively you got 145ers, which are getting top billing, which I don't know if it's, that's ever happened. It usually goes to the higher weight class. It's it's This time I, it made sense with the Aldo-McGregor hype. But oh, now sure, sure. But now without Aldo, there's, it's just gonna, hopefully it's just going to be a Mendez beatdown. Yeah, I think there's even there's a couple other uh, fights on the card that I wanted to are see. Are solid, yeah. I think Matt Brown's fighting, isn't he? Too I think means. so. Um, but yeah, I'm totally I, need, I need to look at the totally line. There's so many. Stream that thing this Saturday. Just quickly for listeners, mm-hmm. what's the weight classes? Quick, there's no quick way to do it. Is there? I know. I'm we'll start. Like, you list off like in the UFC. In the UFC <laughs> games, we'll start. We'll start from the bottom. And like UFC flyweight games. is 125. Uh, you got one below that. Oh, well, straw weight. Yeah, for the for the women, for the females, oh. straw weight is 115. Okay, flyweight. I haven't heard that. Is 125. It's been recently added. Okay. Uh, Bantam weight is 135. Featherweight is 145. Oh, okay. Lightweight is 155. Welterweight is 170. Yeah. Middleweight is 185. That's my class. Light heavyweight is 205. And then heavyweight is up to like 265. It's, it's like over 215 or 225. It's 205. It's over Oh, just over 205? Yeah. Okay. To 265. Yeah, max. 265. They got to cut down mm. at least to that. You can't weigh more than that. Why not? I don't know. They've had like super yeah. heavyweight stuff. Once you, in Japan, you can tell, like, and those could, are like the, you know, the jump between plus pound the guys. ten pound to yeah. the the fifteen pound jump, and then the two hundred five to two sixty five. You can just yeah. the talent pool just drops as yeah, the weight increases. If, if you're a super heavyweight and you don't end it in about a minute or two, yeah, it's gonna get really <laughs> slow and really boring uh, because they're gonna be gas. Uh, big country. Uh, 
<laughs> so <sighs> so out of shape. It's it it is. It, I do marvel at the fact. I mean, he's a high level athlete. You know, the guy does all this training, and I'm like, I just, I'm like, wow. How do you? You almost have to work yeah, to not keep lose weight. that belly right. You yeah. know, you really have to just feel like, all right. You know, I just trained all day. Go and just order Burger <laughs> King's entire menu and just take it down and go right to sleep. Yeah. You know, just you, stop working. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like you have to. to <laughs> you must be doing things to you know sumo style to actually kind of right. keep and gain that weight because otherwise i feel like yeah he would shed that for the most part <laughs> just doing what he normally does he's like it's a constant battle stop making fun of me <laughs> so he embraces it i love that he in the ultimate fighter finale he came out to weirdo yankovic yeah i'm fat <laughs> loved it oh. that endeared me to him what are you doing matt um well i'm leaving for arkansas for the month on Thursday, visiting my grandparents might be my last chance too. So, mm. if you have a chance, you got to take it. Yeah. Once you start that work in life, you don't get many opportunities to get around. Yeah. So, taking advantage of that, um, gonna play quite a bit more EU four probably on the way down there. Um, on the way down there, yeah. As in, like laptop and lap while someone else is driving, obviously. Yeah. No, while driving, the whole <laughs> just looking down, he just pulls off yeah. to the shoulder. <laughs> Got to read this. What happens? Yeah, um, that I want to try and get further in um, Invisible Ink. That's not going to happen, though. I'm not good enough. I'm just not good enough. Other than that, probably not much. Was there a difficulty slider? In Invisible yeah, Ink? I can't put it below hardest difficulty though. That's just the way I am. If I'm not playing on the hardest, you're playing on easy mode, in my opinion. Or you could be playing like XCOM. Or you sounds sounds like you could use some dragon dice. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or if you hate the game, you could play on normal, as in the second <laughs> Metro game. <laughs> yeah, because that's all the lower difficulty goes. Can't make this any faster. I'm but just yeah. gonna stop. <laughs> Other than that, I'll be visiting the podcast from Magic Land next week. The Hangouts. Magic Land. <laughs> We'd like to thank our sponsor, Google Hangouts. <laughs> Skype. Making everything happen. Do we need to find a different headset for you? If you want to. You have until Thursday. <laughs> you have a, uh, you could, or like a USB mic. Or like a good USB microphone. Do you have something in mind? My roommate has... Uh, a Zoom H4n. Don't you have one, Neil? You mean the icicle? That thing I brought the other that one time. Something we... that plugged into the USB. Yeah, I don't know. And, and is this I, name thing? Do you remember? I don't fucking know. I returned it. Why? It didn't sound that great. Oh, the icicle didn't sound. Did with a name like the icicle, it didn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> if you want something good, you always go with a name that has more numbers and, and X's in it. BMX 3U. Yes. Not the, great. not the icicle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if only this current Xbox controller plugged into actual headphone jacks. <laughs> How much is a Yeti? Uh, 150 or Ooh. 130. Really? Yeah. Ooh. What, how much was the icicle? This was 130 bucks. <laughs> that is like saying icicle. Yeah. <laughs> like the, uh, the icicle is. Uh, street price at like sixty nine. Street price. Street price. 
Like cocaine. Street. Yes. <laughs> like Craigslist. I mean, it is like ice, cocaine. Icicle Man. We don't. We can drop the pretense now. We're really talking about cocaine. <laughs> that you, that you somehow, like, yeah. What do you talk need? To Powders, people. USB mics. I got it all. Yeah. Uh, got any crank? <laughs> crank. I, I I feel like uh, I feel like the the only the only thing I'm concerned about is the scratching sound that we get from that mic from time to time when it rubs on your shirt. That's only if I'm laying down while recording. Yeah. Did that happen often? Yes. <laughs> Again, you the guys whole don't. Time. You guys don't understand that. Like, if I'm not, I would prefer to be laying down at all times. <laughs> Sitting is not comfortable for me. Yeah, I guess. I guess I would agree with you. I'm starting to feel a little uh uncomfortable with this. I'm seat. very fidgety. I move around a lot when I'm sitting down. I can I can understand. Icicle. Icicle. Did you return it like the next day? Yeah. Immediately the next day. Yeah, I was like, all right, this is not cutting. On the it. way back from my house that day. <laughs> no, I, I waited a couple <laughs> days, I think, or something like that. Well snowball's fifty bucks. It's not so bad. What's with this naming thing? Yetis, icicles, snowballs. Is there like a reason? There's a penguin. They, they had a microphone I, called the Nessie. I yeah. have no clue why Blue chose Well, now this. I wouldn't even trust that because it doesn't fit this whole Arctic theme. That <laughs> Unless it was an Arctic Nessie. I mean, because, you know, those lakes get pretty cold. That's true. Arctic Nessie. <laughs> that sounds like it survives pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever it's just constantly bonking its head against like no one knows a, a about sheet it of ice. yeah it can't even show up and be blurry a horrible life <laughs> uh anything else over nah, your week? That's well about it. as for mine i think uh dragon age inquisition yeah we'll be put it into the <laughs> i'll get it into the place no it should 4. be installed it's already installed. Oh, it's still installed? Yeah, it's just I have to have it in. To you didn't it. uninstall it? No. My hard drive's big in mine. I don't know what you have to deal with with your X-Bone, but uh, I don't have those problems. How big is your hard drive? I don't know. I think it's a terabyte. I'm not sure. They just came out with a... Samsung just announced a two terabyte SSD. In case you're wondering, that's freaking awesome. How much is it? Seven hundred dollars, thousand bucks for the pro model, eight hundred bucks for the not pro model. I what? Guess. Wait, what's the difference between the two? Probably faster read and write speeds, market better consistency. Damn it! That means I reliability. Have to, I have to go with the pro model. Yeah, fuck. As opposed to the amateur model. On the other hand, fuck right, amateur yeah. model. You can keep the, only the non-sanctioned <laughs> model. You You'll, can basically give me a burrito, like two burritos that are indistinguishably the same, and be like, "Well, this is the pro burrito. <laughs> yeah, this is the amateur burrito." I'd yeah. be like, "I will pay the extra ten dollars for the pro burrito." In my eyes, that that's exactly how it is with SSDs. It's like you either have one or you don't, and when you do, the difference between them is like what, like. It's not that great of a difference. Are you able to swap out the hard drive in your Xbox? No, but you can. No. But you can use an external hard drive. Okay, it, PS Four is the only system you can't do that for. But you can swap it out, though. Yeah, yeah. But what if you don't want to re-download everything? <laughs> True. Uh, actually, you can. Like, I was reading up a couple guides, and it's not too hard. the The hardest part is just you know swapping them. Uh, which, you know, which o- isn't that hard. Opening your PS4. It does not void the warranty. <laughs> really? Yeah. FYI. 
Uh, I will note. Still though, sounds sketchy. I will note though that <laughs> yeah, like, it's a yeah. lot different than what you're used to. You just don't open consoles. You're comparing uh, when you compare like a hard drive to a solid state drive for the PlayStation. It didn't seem like the change in performance was nearly that big. So I think there's some sort of bottleneck that's happening, regardless of the drive type. There, probably just the hardware that it's built in with. Yeah, or the great system that is the PSN. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm not even talking about like the download speeds oh. um, or like the right speeds for that matter. Just more like playing just the games. Just doing what yeah. it's meant to do. Like Bloodborne was a good, was a prime example to bring up this topic because the loading times are so fucking horrible to start with. But according to Chappie, a PS4 is not meant for gaming. It's just meant for downloading somebody's uh, consciousness. <laughs> What? Does anybody else not real? No, I, I got it. Yeah. I was trying to think in the of movie, like fun- he just like stacked four of them, plugged <laughs> them all like to each other somehow, and like he's like, "This is my new rendering engine." And I was like, "Motherfucker!" Yeah, he uses PS fours to to preserve Yolandi's brain. Yeah, product placement, and yeah, it's true. Totally. Apartheid. Yeah. <laughs> the onward. My my levels of enthusiasm for Inquisition are kind of like through the roof. Are are waning and then jumping up and then going back down. And right now they're at an all time low. What makes them jump up? Yeah, let's know, focus just, on that. <laughs> thinking about what I'm like seeing uh, Morgan again because she was one of my favorite characters from the original game. Uh, learning more about what the fuck is happening with the rest of the characters I care about, which I probably won't get. What if we told you that your copy was a pro copy? <laughs> Does that in any way affect... And then I start to question whether or not I'm capable of playing this copy because my, my enthusiasm for Dragon Age might not be pro level. I might be amateur level. Enthusiast level. Oh, if, if you need to tackle a pro burrito, this is... <laughs> This is pro level. Just stuff. my level of enthusiasm. You can for totally burritos, top notch. You, true. You only true. need fifteen more hours, I bet, to beat this game. Uh, probably less than that. Well, hopefully less. Just power through the main quest. Fifteen hours seems like a lot of fucking time. It's not that much time. You know, on, on top of that, I do. Uh, I do expect to start. Hopefully, uh, by then, by next week, finish Legend of Zelda. If you'd like to send us any viewer mail, you they can will reach read us. the next week. <laughs> as long as your question isn't that complicated, it wasn't even that complicated. We're just running a little longer. We just make things complicated. Neil makes things complicated. I do. <laughs> you, you could ask what color someone's hair is, and it'd be like a thirty-minute conversation. Well, it depends on what. Actually, it's sad when you say that because if you ask me what color my hair is, I'll give you a complex answer. What color is your hair, Neil? If I'm out in the sun, it's a little more brown, but it's black otherwise, I think. It's like a dark brown. What if if I said it was a light black? (laughs) That wouldn't make sense. Would that mean it's gray? Oh, man, I know exactly what to tell people when they're getting gray hair. It's like, no, you're just getting some light light black hair. Chris, don't worry about it. It's light black. Oh, no, I'm really hoping I I go like full Magneto. Like, I really would love (laughs) just like white hair. I think that'd be sweet. That's not my, uh, my... The grandparent I'm seeing is just like full head of hair, like all white, slick back, like 
30 style. Evil. I, I dig it. The only thing I'm scared of is ever going bald because I know I'm I, like, I feel like I have the most misshapen head like, ever. Like Stanley. Like I just don't, I, I look weird. bald. <laughs> Never accept it. <laughs> just let it keep growing on the sides. Yeah. You, you could do the comb over. I could. I don't know why I just emphasized that. Weird comb thing. over. <laughs> comb over. <laughs> comb over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just get rid of it. Well, that's that's what the hairstyle says. Is it's Andre, like, come over see. here, see what's going on with, with my weird hairstyle. <laughs> just wear hats all the time, all, always. Just just constant hats. <laughs> Change it up and get lots of hats. Beanies, beanies. Yeah, I guess I guess beanies would work. Beanies. Trucker hats. If you'd like to reach us, uh, you can <laughs> you can write us at fqpodcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> that took a while longer. Well, you know, you because the last couple times you said it. Yeah, uh, I, I thought me looking at you, which viewers no, listeners will obviously be able to tell. Well, because sometimes you just stare at me for when you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just used to that now. It's just like gauging a, your reaction. Normally. Is is this conversation going well, Matt? Is this, is this that's that's what I'm saying when I'm looking at you. That's why I look at you whenever I say the word Pokemon. <laughs> Just like God damn it. Go to the master, of course. <laughs> my my experience with Pokemon, which I think I've already said on the podcast, uh, is I just got my Charizard slash and I just fucking over leveled him, so I was one hitting everyone through. And it wasn't like I grinded, I just fucking killed everything with him. That's when you go to the multiplayer. And I fucking kill everyone with them. <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah. With Slash. If, if I, slash if is I like a 70 have, damage power move. If I Flame didn't thrower. have a freaking uh, level cap, eh? then I would always have my Charizard ahead of everyone. Yeah. What was the best move? Was it like Aurora Beam or something? <laughs> it wasn't aurora beam i'll Whoa. tell you that lights what was it was ice was, ice beam i thought some no. beam lapras is that the name of the ice beam are you sure it's my first had aurora and ice bubble i just know bubble that those beam. just <laughs> yeah hey that shit was dangerous bubble beam is different than the bubble move yeah i'm just talking not the, bubble. the same <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. I just love the Fiddle. animations and the sounds they use in like the original red, green, red, blue, red, blue. Although if, if you were in Japan, it would be red, green. Yeah. Because they released blue, which was actually what we got on essentially the build we got in America. <laughs> hmm. I am the Pokemon master, apparently. Yeah, you I, are. I know. See? This, this is why I look at you. Zubat sounds sounds <laughs> the same as Pidgeot or something. I don't remember. There's only so many bits you can dedicate <laughs> yeah. to those sounds. We've only got 16K. What do we put? <laughs> How about this terrible shrieking noise? It didn't sound like a bird at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just terrible sounds. Anyways, guys, this caps episode 24 of Fetch Quest Podcast. We'll see you next week.